Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. Hi. 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 Was that supposed to be funny? I got a little taco meat on my chest. Let's get to pumping. Does anyone really care? I know Clip said he, he packed us in, so I'm just glad that I can prove Clip wrong. So know your role. If you're a star, be a star. If you're a role player, you be the best damn role player there is. It's going to be fun. We in, we, in the, we in the thick. I mean, everybody going to be loud. I'm going to be loud with them. I'm screaming too. Like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's do this. Are you ready for this? Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live, a free beer Thursday edition of Pirate Radio Live. We got some Margaritaville Tropical Punch to give away in hour three of today's show and a lot of guests to get to, a lot of football talk, a lot of baseball talk coming up today on Pirate Radio Live on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville 104.1 in Washington we're on 1250 930 online PR927FM.com and you can find us on Facebook Live and on YouTube make sure you're subscribed to Pirate Radio TV on YouTube also like us on Facebook you can see our videos and content right there and man we got a lot of guests to get to on today's program with Shirley Rhodes CJ Schaefer, the big dog, Glenn Griffin, Chandler Honeycutt here. Coming up at 3.30, we will talk to Ryan McManus, a famous last name in the coaching world. His dad, Jerry, was a pirate assistant coach years ago uh, at East Carolina. He is now the director of football operations at ECU. So we'll get to know Ryan McManus, talk about pirate football 2022. We got a kickoff time for NC State and ECU. We'll talk about that in a moment as well. We'll talk some pirate baseball with former pirate Brandon Manning coming up in the 4 o'clock hour. We will rage in the 4 o'clock hour. We'll go inside the anger management rage room at around 4.30 and at 5 o'clock QB1, Holden Aylers, will join Troy D and I inside the Pirate Radio studio. So a lot of football talk and baseball talk coming up on this Thursday. As we join you, East Carolina up 8-4 to four in round two, uh, their second game of the AAC tournament, winner's bracket round two. The Pirates in the fifth inning have an 8-4 to four lead, starting to get away from them a little bit. It was 8-1 to one a moment ago. We'll keep tabs on what's going on there in Clearwater. And Harold Varner III just wrapping up a good day at the Charles Schwab. And if he hit his par putt on 18, he would be tied for the lead. We'll give you an update on that in a moment as well. So we got a lot going on on this Thursday. Chan Man, what's up? What's up, Clipper? How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. And Good. a lot to be excited about right now, especially with this Pirate baseball team looking to win their 16th straight game. Crazy to think about. Yeah, they're uh, trying to get out of a jam here. Cincinnati with three runs here in the top half of the fifth inning. Uh, they still have one out, guys, on the corner. You're savage with a... Uh, not his best outing. Now you have, when you see Joey Barini coming to the game for the bullpen, you know that means uh, you're going to see Zach Agnos, and that's what we're seeing right now. Saw him the other day in the first round of the uh, of the conference tournament down there in Clearwater, and we're going to see him again trying to get out of the uh, uh, the fifth inning jam here. So Pirates need to get to the bat, uh, get back to the box because they're hitting the ball pretty well. That day, are we've seen Jacob Jenkins Coward go yard, Cam Clanch. Hit a home run. Josh Moylan, a big RBI triple. AMAC, a uh, base hit to score a run. So everybody has been contributing 
on the offensive side of things. Now it's up for East Carolina to get out of this inning. Cincinnati, again, scores a lot of runs. Pirates have been able to hold them down so far as Zach Agnos will get out number two of an inning. Runner scores from third. It is eight to five in the fifth inning. East Carolina and Cincinnati playing. If the Pirates lose, they'll play tomorrow. If the Pirates win, they will move on to the semifinals coming up Saturday at 9 a.m. And the Pirates would be one win away from the championship, so they could lose on Saturday, potentially play another game, win their way in, or they could just keep on winning. And I can't believe the situation we're in. The Pirates need to keep winning because now you are seeing projections from D1 Baseball, Baseball America, of East Carolina hosting a regional. That is crazy. That is contingent upon them winning this AAC tournament and maybe sweeping the AAC tournament. What if they lose one between now and, say, winning the championship on Sunday? Would that affect hosting a regional? But East Carolina right now, according to people that follow it, if they keep winning, are in line to potentially host. So this is crazy. Yeah, (laughs) This is crazy. The one projection I saw today uh, was a very attractive regional here. D1 Baseball. uh, D1Baseball.com. We've talked to Aaron Fitt in the past. East Carolina hosting with a familiar face coming to Greenville. You had North Carolina. You had Coastal Carolina. And then Arizona in that projected field uh, for the Greenville Regional. Now, the one I saw had... East Carolina, North Carolina, Arizona, and the four being Davidson. Mm-hmm. And that was D1 baseball. Are you sure it was Coastal? Maybe I'm wrong. I saw Davidson as the four. Either way, that would be a stacked uh, regional, and you get North Carolina back here, and it would be weird to see Arizona come all the way across the country to play baseball yeah. here. But, man, uh, that is a possibility right now. Still work to do as East Carolina looks for win number 16 in a row today as they take on Cincinnati 8-5 to in the fifth inning. We got some uh, some football news today as well, and we'll talk a lot of football coming up on today's show. Ryan McManus is going to join us in about 15 minutes or so, and then Holt Naylor's coming up in hour three of today's show as East Carolina does get out of the top of the fifth, 8-5 to the score, heading to the bottom of the fifth inning Woo. on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DeBuck. DeBuck. You can exhale. East Carolina, NC State, by the way, I'd love to know how many days away we are from kicking that game off, Chandler. Well, ask me. Well, but before you do ask me, hey, Shirley Rhodes, you mind doing me a favor? Back that fat truck up. Truck is being backed up. The hard hats are on. Because it is a very special edition of the David Price Construction Countdown to Kickoff. Brought to you by David Price Construction, run by ECU alum David Price. David Price Construction specializes in commercial projects, maintenance on facilities, and large-scale residential renovations and additions. Give them a call today, 919-291-5532, or visit online, davidpriceconstruction.com, for all your commercial or residential and building needs. David Price Construction, the proud ECU home services partner, as I said, this is a special edition, Chandler. It's a milestone day. Yep. How many days away are we from kicking things off? East Carolina, NC State at Dottie Ficklin Stadium. We have finally hit the milestone clip, the milestone that we have been waiting for, the big one zero zero one hundred days till kickoff. ECU, NC State, Greenville, North Carolina, Dottie Ficklin Stadium. 
We have a time. Noon. I've been saying TBA for the past few weeks. We have a time. It is noon. Is it a noon kickoff? Noon o'clock. On ESPN. The worldwide have, leader of sports? The worldwide leader of sports. How about that? The Wolfpack and the Pirates are going to be going at it. September College 3rd. game day rolling right into ECU NC State. Uh, slow your roll there, buddy. What do you know? That's a fact. College game day, the television show, will roll right into ECU NC State. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well worded there. But how cool would it be to see Lee Corso in the game? That doesn't matter because they're not going to be here. Continue on. <laughs> 100 days till kickoff. And by the way, if you watch Tuesday's edition of Pirate Alive, then you got a spoiler. We did learn that there was 100 days coming up here on Thursday. So if it's 100 days till kickoff, that means that there is 98 days until the party of the year. It is back. 98 days until we party like a pirate. The Pirate Radio kickoff party is back. And if you missed Tuesday's edition of Pirate Radio Live, I am glad to announce the band that will be there. The Breakfast Club is making its way back to Greenville, an 80s tribute band. It's going to be a lot of fun here at the State Theater in downtown Greenville, right next to Pirate Radio. And, man, it's going to get closer and closer, Clip. But 100 days away till kickoff. That is true. It will not get further and further away. 98 days until the party. All that on the David Price Construction countdown to kickoff. I got to tell you, of all the clubs to be in, the Breakfast Club might be the best. (laughs) Yeah, you got the Boys and Girls Club, the Burger King Kids Club, but Breakfast Club. Columbia House Club. Columbia. Is that a club? (laughs) Well, I mean, it is. Were you guys in the clubs? I was in Beta Club. I was Be- in the Cool Kids Club. I was you in the Drama in Club. club? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. I guess it was easy to... Where'd you go to... Where, where are you from again? It was probably easy to get in where you were from. You put a couple blocks together. <laughs> from Lincoln Logs. <laughs> Clip. <laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> Sorry. So what are you saying? You're saying I'm dumb? No. No, not at all. Not at all. All right. Yeah, uh, I was, you know what? I was in the beta club. All right, dude. Because I am a smart dude. Because you're a beta male. All right. Uh, I was in the FFA. <laughs> uh, were you? Yes, I well, was. Well, I don't see you doing no farming. <laughs> I was in the FFA. I, was I literally. Future Farmer of America. I literally farmed. I didn't need to be in some stupid club. I was in the National Honor Society. I was in that too. I was in the Don't F- look at me like that, Cliff. I was, I was smart. in the uh, FBLA. I was. It sounds like I, we I were all the- part of the peaked early in life club. Yeah. Drama so. club. Oh, I, Shirley, you are the president of the drama club. <laughs> uh, actually, vice president. Thank you. You're going for our heads. I'm going. I'm killing everybody today. He is on one today. I'm in a good mood. I'm in a good mood. I'm bringing you down. Not showing. This is what I do when I'm in a good mood. Trash oh, everyone. Oh awesome. Oh my god. You should see me in a bad mood. I'd be really nice. Really nice guy. 100 days. Great read, buddy. Good job. Good job. Chandler Honeycutt, formerly of the Beta Club. All right. So, haven't seen a lot of folks excited about the Nooner. We'll get uh, Holt Naylor's take on it. Ask him would he prefer a a later start to the day. And also, uh, Ryan McManus will join us coming up in just a moment. But, Chandler, I've seen some folks. And really, it's all about number one. It's all about me and what we think mm-hmm. so some people have said hey that's great for my work schedule i love a noon kickoff majority of people say that's too damn hot wish it was later in the day that's mostly the comments i've seen today about how hot it's going to be well first of all i mean it's probably going to be hot but i mean we're talking what 
we're a hundred days away so let's just be glad that there is a pull time. up the weather see what the weather looks like for that day well guess what you can't so um <laughs> we'll complain about the weather and i don't care about the weather don't want to talk about the don't weather want to talk about the weather hey shirley what get out of your drama club text group and give wow. me a weather we don't care about the weather we don't, sorry we don't, we i forgot don't to care stop about how hot it is we're not going to talk about a new We're not going to talk about it. I don't care about the weather. Thank you, I can't Cliff. control the weather. Don't want to talk about the weather. And, I mean, the thing is, is that, I mean, the Pirate fans are tired of the noon kickoffs. It's been There's been a lot of nooners over the years, but, I mean. I like we didn't have a ton last year. No, and, I mean, during the Mo days, we had a lot. Yeah. You know, rightfully so, but um, 12 o'clock noon, that, that's, that's the time. It's going to be a early day out there on the tailgate lots. It's going to be an early uh, morning for us here at the studio. We're going to be kicking it off with the Bud Light pregame tailgate. 8 a.m. Bud Light pregame tailgate. Join our breakfast club yes, sir. as we'll be here bright and early. Four hours getting you ready for kickoff. I'm already starting to think about what we're going to have for breakfast that morning. I cannot wait. We eggs and a, eggs. That's what we meeting, always call it. A meeting uh, after this and talk about what we're going to eat. Uh, for that morning so uh pack and pirates nooner was talking about speaking of the heat the potential heat for that day um before the show i was going over some hot ones in daddy ficklin stadium if you remember a hot one uh at daddy ficklin stadium for an ecu football game chime in i remember how hot it was in 2008 when we put the smackdown on pat white in the mountaineers of west virginia that was a scorcher. I was not in Charlotte. I was at that game at Dowdy Ficklin. I was not in Charlotte the previous week. People say that opener against Virginia Tech in Charlotte was one of the hottest. My, my parents were there, and they talked about how hot it was. Then 09 uh, against App State, the season opener against App State. Oh, my gosh. Um, I remember there were so many people that had to like have uh, medical attention that day. So those those are just a few I remember of how hot it was in Dowdy Ficklin Stadium. So how about uh Russell Wilson's interception to Damon Magazoo. That was a nooner, right? That was a nooner. Yeah. No, I thought that was a three thirty game. Okay. Yeah. We'll have to go back in the archives. But I tell you what was a nooner. My freshman here freshman year here at East Carolina, ECU NC State to kick off the season. We had Philip Nelson at quarterback. You had Ryan Finley at quarterback for the Wolfpack. The Y'all pack. For the pack. Here in Greenville, it was hotter than hell. Because I, I remember being absolutely skint after the game. And what? not skint. Skint? Like from the sun. Sounds like a dirty word. Skint? Skint. Okay. Like I was sunburned. Yeah, okay. Uh that was a hot one too. So that was a brutal play by the Cincinnati second baseman. That ball's gonna roll for a while. Starling on his high horse. And Moylan's gonna get into second. And the Pirates have something cooking in the bottom of the fifth inning, up eight to five, runners on second and third. Nobody out. Moylan with a triple, and then Moylan with well, that's not gonna be a double. Do you give that a double? The second baseman pro <laughs> What is he doing? Mm. What is he doing? Get in front of that ball. That's a hit. What that's is he a doing? that's a double because his glove didn't touch it, but that is a brutal play. All right. Um, hey, speaking of heat, Celtics, mm. CJ, mm. put the beat down on Miami last night. In fact, it, it was a close game as I headed home from AJ's. I think it was a one-point game. Celtics led in the third quarter. Get home, turn it on. Celtics are up by 18. They just went on a crazy run late third, early fourth quarter. Tyler Hero not being there for the heat really hurts um more than i thought it would and more more than i thought it would because 
Kyle Lowry is clearly still hurt. Yeah. Jeff Van Gundy was like, well, he doesn't really try to be nice. He was like, at some point, if Lowry's going to play, he's going to have to do something. Yes. Because right now, he's just taking up space and oxygen yes. and doing nothing. And and he's exactly right. I mean, now that's putting it very bluntly, obviously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's never, like you said, he's never been known to not say how he's feeling. Yeah. So he's right. And Miami's starting backcourt has made one field goal in the past two games. I don't know if you heard that stat, but that would be Kyle Lowry and Max Struess. Who's the uh, the guy that came in and actually hit some shots? Gabe? Gabe Vincent. Yeah, yeah. he actually hit some shots. Yeah. That was a low-scoring, pretty ugly game last night. Yeah, it's been, it's been a rock yeah, fight. Yeah, it's been. Uh, so now it goes back to Boston coming up on a Friday night, and the Celtics can close it out and go to the finals. I'm incredibly nervous, but I think... If last night's game was any indication, I, I don't see why the Celtics wouldn't win on Friday. Um, there's there's nobody that you have to guard at the three right now, uh, at at as high of a level as Tyler Hero or Kyle Lowry. If he was playing to his fullest ability, you can you can pack the paint, and Robert Williams is already in there, so that's a big deal as it is. But you can pack the paint with everybody else: Grant Williams, Jason Tatum, Daniel Tice, whoever else you need. And you don't have to chase anybody at the three-point line. Every screen that they set at the top of the key, you don't have to go over the screen and hope that they miss the three. You can go under and let them shoot because they haven't shown that they can make it. Uh, we could get a Jimmy Butler 35, 40-point game. That you could. Tomorrow night. But, but it might not matter. I, yeah, I would say I would say, almost let him get it and just make sure nobody else beats you. All right, so Celtics take a commanding 3-2 to two lead. Coming up tonight... PNC Arena, Hurricanes back home. That is good news because that's the only place they can win. Cannot win on the road this playoffs, but they have been stellar, undefeated at home. Uh, that is 7 o'clock tonight. Let's get a TV channel for that game. ESPN or TNT. It is going to be on ESPN, 7 o'clock. Thanks for nothing, Chandler. I tried to do something. You tried. You were like, you weren't even hitting buttons. You were fake typing onto your computer. Like, that's enough. Doing, what, what else you need to find? And then pretending he was doing something. What a move. We're on camera. People can see you. Hey, uh, what else you need to find? We're good. We got to take a break because we got to get to Ryan McManus and talk some pirate He's football. Been, he was early. Hey, if it, it, that's what uh, Director Bobs does. He gets here. There you go. He's got the whole day planned. He's got our whole segment planned. Pirates get another run as Moylan scores on a base hit. And they have taken a 10-5 lead. Zach Agnos, stay hot, buddy. How about the Pirates answering for the second straight game after a huge uh, inning for the opponent? That's right. So uh, just bouncing back like they did this year. All right, when we return, Ryan McManus joins us inside the Pirate Radio studios. A lot more to go on Pirate Radio Live. We're back with you after this.
You're listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Hey, grab your amigos and head to Chico's for the best Mexican food and fun in Greenville. Come and enjoy favorites like shrimp tacos, steak and chicken fajitas, burritos, enchiladas, ACP, and more. Follow Chico's on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. For Mexican food and fun, it's got to be Chico's for dine-in or to-go. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. All right, back with you here, Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. It's a free beer Thursday. We won't be with you tomorrow. We'll have a best of coming up on Friday's edition of Pirate Radio Live, where you will hear from Mike Houston, Mike Schwartz, Cliff Godwin and the players uh, in our Players Lounge also coming up Friday on the show. We'll talk some football uh, in hour number three. Holt Naylor's will join us. We've got a football camp coming up. And then we'll talk some Pirate football now with Ryan McManus, who joins us in the Pirate Radio studios for the first time. Ryan, good to have you on. How you doing today, man? Doing good. Glad to be here. Talking into that mic so uh, <laughs> the fine well. folks can hear you. Uh, so you have a famous last name around these parts. If you don't know Ryan... Uh, older pirate fans will certainly know the name jerry mcmanus who was here and uh as a football coach so is it in the blood ryan did you always want to be a football coach or when did you get that itch yeah it was one of those things growing up here in greenville especially when i see my dad's impact on his players um it was really cool growing up being able to be on the sidelines being younger and then as i got into college at wake and just started trying to figure out what i wanted to do with my life like i always came back to wanting to be around football and giving coaching a try and so i've really enjoyed um just thinking like in those lines of hey what's the next move to try and become a football coach and stay involved with the game so you went from dh conley to wake forest yeah and from uh from then on uh have been at a few different stops so winston-salem state uh spent some time there uh kind of catch us up on your i guess post graduate what you've been doing in the football world that got you here to east carolina yeah, so like I went to Wake and was there a really good time. Uh, was part was of the, that the Aaron Curry era? Yeah, so okay. I was a year behind Aaron, so part of the ACC championship in 06. And, yeah. um, just a really good time, and Coach Clawson's done a good job with them now. And then once I left, chased the dream for a little bit, um, but then it's like, hey, I need to get into the coaching profession somehow. So I went back as a GA. What did chasing the dream entail? Did you do any pro? Anything? Yeah, so I ended up going overseas and playing football in the Czech Republic for oh, a spring. Wow. Yeah. What was that like? It was awesome. I mean, they know minimal <laughs> of football, but uh, they were very passionate about just any type of sport, so they enjoyed uh, having me over there, which is cool. Was it all Americans on your team, or did you have any no, locals? No, so it was... Uh, three Americans on the team. The rest were uh, mostly Czech players. Oh wow! Yeah. Do they? So were they good? Like <laughs> I don't know. Do they? They don't. I'm assuming soccer is probably the main sport over there. Hockey. Hockey. Hockey's okay. A big one. Um, right. There was some decent talent. You'd be surprised because we played teams um, in the Czech Republic. We played teams in Austria as well. Wow. Um, and so you saw some some fairly decent talent. There were a couple guys um, that had came over there, played D1 football before as well. So each team had a couple imports that were pretty solid football players. That's awesome. So you could say you got paid to play football. Exactly. You're a pro. Yeah. That's great. So, uh, so then you come back over, and, and then what? Yeah, so I was a GA at Wake Forest for three years, from 12 to 14. Um, got out. I coached a year of high school football down at South Brunswick, down at the beach outside of Wilmington. And then I was able to get back to Winston at Winston-Salem State as the quarterback's coach for four years and ended up calling plays for two of those years. 
Um, and then this opportunity came up. Coach Shank gave me a call to see if I was interested in coming back home. And obviously it jumps at the opportunity because why not? So you were a, an analyst last year. Correct. Offensive analyst. Yeah. So what does that uh, job entail? So um, I worked with Coach Shank uh, for those two years, essentially being the assistant offensive line coach. So you're there helping extra eyes of breakdown, um, game planning, all those things. And then during the game, um, the new thing is like analytics and having the book. It's always the book guy and kind of telling us, hey, the book suggesting us to go for it on fourth down. And So you um, were the guy that kept saying go for it because East Carolina was awesome on fourth down last year. I was the one suggesting it. Coach Houston <laughs> was the one that was saying go for it. Awesome. All right, yeah. we'll give you some credit for that. Uh, Ryan McManus joining us. And now you are the director of football operations. So is that – more off the field stuff is it still on the field what, what is that job it's a little more off the field a little more behind the scenes making sure um just everything in the organization is running smooth there's um some possible new legislation coming from the ncaa that will allow everybody in the program to coach which would allow me to kind of double dip and awesome. do both uh but right now yeah it's just the behind the scenes making sure um everything all the ducks are in a row and everybody can do their job to the best of their ability so this is your your life now i guess the ultimate goal is to be a head coach one day yeah yeah that's that's still out there and this is a good look kind of behind the scenes to be to understand what goes on not just x's and o's yeah i mean you're getting a taste of everything right definitely from, from behind the scenes to coaching to to it all so that that's a that's definitely a good thing asked you off to air catch us up where is uh jared mcmanus these so days? he's been down at venice high school in venice florida for the past six years coaching his offensive coordinator down there working with uh larry shannon and john peacock two that's former awesome. pirates yeah and so they've had a, a heck of a run um, they won the state championship in 2017 and then just won it this past year and so uh this is his farewell tour this year this is gonna be his last year coaching that's awesome wow. who are your uh your favorite pirates i always see pictures of the players going over to coaches houses and eating and stuff yeah. so when you were coming up who were your uh your favorite guys that played for ecu uh leonard henry and Vontae leach were probably my top two <laughs> both strong. being in my dad yeah both being in my dad's position group um you know, spent a lot of time with those guys. Still have a really good relationship, really both of them, but Vontae especially, him him coming back as much as he does, I'm able to see him on the sidelines. Um, he spent some time with our family just post, you know, once he left ECU. Um, obviously, like, growing up as a quarterback, David Garrard's like, hey, that's the guy you want to be like. He can throw it a mile, and so he was a pretty uh, – one of my favorite up there as well. Yeah. Uh, Ryan McMahon is joining us, and Ryan uh, has a strong family connection. And, in fact, uh, so I, I was looking up, trying to find all your dad's stops. So I Googled Jerry McManus and, and saw his Twitter account. And I went to Twitter, which he's not very active these days, <laughs> but I found some awesome old pictures. And, CJ, are you putting them up? We'll have them in a moment. You guys dominate the uh, Christmas family oh, photo, yeah, right? Yeah. So we've got this one up here right now. Yeah. Could you describe <laughs> what's going on in that one? All right. So it's a fun. It's, so back in 2010, my mom was sick and she probably wasn't going to make it that much longer. And so um, that was the first year the Kardashians came out with their like Christmas card. And so we we're like, you know what? It'd be fun to kind of mess around and do a themed Christmas card. And so my little sister um, is super creative. And she comes up with like kind of the theme of the year based on pop culture okay. like, and what's going on. So it was on. like Halloween, but you use it for a Christmas card. Exactly. Like whatever's yeah. popular. That's cool. Okay. Yeah. So that was, um, that was the royal wedding year. Um, <laughs> so that's how we got that theme. Uh, my dad coached at ULM for one year or for a couple of years. So we had a Duck Dynasty 
picture out there. We got one more. That's let's show the one we really like, and that's the uh, wrestling theme. Yes, I think we yeah. got that picture too. So my two little, uh, the two little redheads are, were big wrestling fans at the time, and so l- luckily we have a really good buy-in with the family, and so everybody gets into the theme. So uh, yeah, I, I don't know which um, characters they were, but yeah. So you're sister, Cena, I guess. I'm John Cena. Yeah. Is that your dad? Yeah. With Austin and Steve the beard. Austin. And the, okay. Yeah, and the beers. Yeah. So he's getting full character on that. Uh, that is fantastic. Yeah. So I mean, it's we hold no stops trying to figure <laughs> out. You know, like we found a local boxing. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, in so, a ring. Like, to get to the ring, yeah. So we found a local boxing club to go and ask, and we walk in there. We're all dressed up. We're like, hey, this kind of weird ass, but right. can I take a couple pictures? And they were good, uh, good sports about it. That's fantastic. Uh, Ryan McMahon is joining us, and that uh, that's inspiring. I gotta <laughs> get creative uh, come Christmas time and get uh, get some more pics like that. All right, Ryan. So how about this? so? When did you get back here to East Carolina? March sixteenth of twenty twenty, the day the world shut down. So, oh wow so you're not I, responsible are no you? no okay, i walked right. in we had one staff meeting i went to new hire orientation oh, came back and they said go home jeez yeah you're right that so that's right around the time of those uh conference basketball tournaments that all everything yep. stopped kind of all right so you've been around a couple years so you've been here to see uh, quite a bit of growth uh with mike houston at the helm going into year four and where it was before and i'm sure even when you were away you probably kept up with pirate football i would imagine so Definitely. you knew uh that it had kind of bottomed out but man how about the progress since you kind of stepped in the door plus you had to deal with a covid year too right, right. so that kind of stunts your growth but man uh we're talking a couple of years now that's a a lot has happened a lot has changed and a lot of improvements have been made in that program no doubt and you see the buy-in with the players um it's not like guys are trying to get better every single day in every way possible whether it's the weight room film just you know taking care of their bodies better all that stuff and so you see us they're competing with each other to make everybody better and i think you saw that a lot last year where hey just give us a chance going into the fourth quarter and that's all we need yeah. and you were able to pull out a lot of big games like the marshall game my you know you go back and watch the highlights it's like how in the world did we pull that off and we did you see the late games of memphis navy where we're able to pull it out and that's the type of mentality that we've got now we're getting to be a tougher team to where hey you don't want to see us have momentum in the fourth quarter and it's a a, a diverse coaching staff you've got a lot of experience you got younger guys just getting into it but you mentioned steve shankweiler and just unbelievable he's still getting it done and he's on his third or fourth stop here at east carolina but uh coach shank in that o-line you can point to that and we had a thousand yard rusher last year in keaton mitchell rajay harris a great back but finally having a 1,000-yard rusher means that O-line is developing, and, uh, and and Pirate fans are glad to see that again. No doubt. And that's a special room. I, and I was fortunate to be with those guys for the two years and just the bond that they have. Like They they don't get a lot of attention unless you know, you're getting holding calls yeah, right. and stuff. But, but it is nice to see them rewarded with a 1,000-yard rusher and people starting to see that, hey, it, Keaton's a great back. It also helps he's got some really big holes to run through as well. Um, and so that is that's good to see for those guys. And, and they're continuing to build their camaraderie. And they're, they're a fun group to be around, and they work really hard. And you're getting some guys back, hopefully. Uh, Bailey Malovic, uh, mm-hmm. Rob Vanderland got an injury, had an injury last year and uh, brought in some help from the, the transfer market as well. Uh, and how about that, Ryan, with the uh, – unfortunately, you were – not able to make money from a local Winston-Salem business when you played. Uh, but the NIL, and, and you know, how much is that discussed now amongst the staff? I mean, it's got to be a topic, right? 
a little bit, um, you know, and we're not supposed to have our hand, and or when we don't, we do a really good job of not having our hand of getting guys um, deals. You know, like they got to go out and find people that want right. to deals with them and vice versa and stuff. Um, but it's discussed because you see it all. I mean, everybody saw the Jimbo, oh, yeah. Nick Saban whole deal. Um, but I think one thing that we have to our advantage is there's some collectors, there's some people behind the scenes that are starting to build to so to show that our fan base is passionate, our fan base loves the Pirates, and so hey, you come here, we can get you all these things. Um, but that, no, you bring up a good point because it's a real thing, and you have to talk about it. But it's kind of it's not out of your control, but you can't you know entice a player to come and say you know so it's a, that's a tricky yeah tricky situation. we can't orchestrate it but having having collectives having um showing that our players have things set up locally um as well as like at other you know back home where they where they live shows that it can be done that there's an opportunity for you to make some money off um your abilities and your name image and likeness here at east carolina as well so we're in the period right now uh, where I guess has there been no contact with the players or very limited contact? Where, where limited are we at contact. Right now? A lot, so we have pretty much everybody back on campus now. They're working out. Um, we are able to now do OTAs essentially. Um, so we get the guys out on the field for about half for two days a week, half an hour, um, where we can meet with them and then go and do like true professional, like walk through OTA skill development stuff. So that was nice. Our first one was actually yesterday. Um, it's good to kind of have that energy, have the guys back bouncing around and being able to be with them and, um, and you know, start talking ball. And we've heard that, and Holden Aylers has been here. I think you might have played against him when you were at Wake Forest. He's been here a long time. <laughs> um, he was the uh, the next quarterback at Conley when you left, probably. But he's been here so long now, and Coach Houston and other coaches have talked about how he can kind of run a practice when the players aren't around, when the coaches aren't available to be around. And that's a great sign, Ryan. A good sign for a good football team is a veteran quarterback, leadership, and you got those things in Holden Aylers, right? No doubt. I mean, Holden does a great job, and that's the best teams are player-led teams. And so when you're not trying to you know, beg and plead people to get out there to run seven-on-seven seven or one-on-ones or whatever it may be, that's a sign of a mature team that's led by the players and that's you know where we're at and Holden's done a good job of taking the reins with it and uh you can probably drive by on Charles Boulevard any day of the week and see guys out there uh with him throwing Ryan McManus joining us can you stick around one more second yeah absolutely. all right let's take a break we'll come back uh we have a kickoff time East Carolina NC State going on at noon so Ryan's probably already making plans for the team that day and that week and everything so we'll talk about that and a lot more and we'll give you an update on East Carolina baseball down in Clearwater Florida it's all ahead on Pirate Radio Live back with you after this to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by University PC Care, your local tech support experts for all your personal and business needs. Visit universitypccare.com to learn more today. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. University PC Care has been Pirate Nation's go-to IT expert since 2006. University PC Care is the local tech support experts for any of your business needs and uh, you can let them take care of it so you can take care of business and uh, you can go online for more information at visit universitypccare.com 
www.thepatriotradio.com. And as we head back into the show clip, uh, we just tweeted this out. But uh, Harold Varner III has finished out his round for uh, the first round of the Charles Schwab Challenge. And he is currently at four under. That puts him tied for first place. Awesome stuff. HV3 in first, uh, tied for first, heading in. Are done with Thursday. We'll see what the rest of the golfers do only is anybody still playing i'll look that up i'm pretty sure there are i'm pretty sure there's somebody uh, okay they're still out on the course so uh hey good first day for hv3 as they are in that's in texas i believe i I was asked the golf guy (laughs) ryan mcmanus who as i was looking up uh, his bio his history earlier i saw you were a golf coach for one tournament yeah at for a, one tournament for one tournament yeah <laughs> okay yeah so uh winston-salem state wanted to bring back their golf program um and i was one of the few people in the athletic department that enjoyed playing golf and so they asked me and i was like yeah absolutely so this is while you were coaching football correct okay yeah so we finished the season in the fall like the day the season was over with and started jumping on the golf train um and so we had one tournament uh, that we played in uh, in Salisbury, and that was kind of like right as the COVID stuff was going on, and uh, I, I we probably set the record for the highest score ever in a, in a collegiate golf tournament. We weren't very good, and, <laughs> and then uh, and then I had to resign to come here and be the analyst. So. <laughs> All right, you're uh, the coaching days are. So are you uh, you're a good golfer? Not good. I enjoy it. I enjoy oh, okay. getting out there. But not good. No. That's a distinction there. What would you say, Chandler? Do you enjoy it? I enjoy it. And that's all I'm going to say. All right. Well, see, that's my problem. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm just not patient enough or something. I don't know. Yeah. I can't. I, I, I don't, I don't know where the ball's going. I don't know what club to hit. I just. That's the fun of the game. <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> that doesn't sound fun at all. All right, Ryan McMahon is joining us. Uh, he is the director of football operations at East Carolina. So, you got the noon kickoff, Ryan. Uh, how about kickoff times travel? Is that under your purview, or is that somebody you know, else? Yes and no. Uh, Jake Kirkendall, who moved into chief of staff, Jake pretty much has this whole season lined up with travel and stuff, and he says that's his baby, so I'm going to okay. let him keep, keep letting that be his baby. Um, but I'm sure I'll have a hand in it going forward, just you know, making sure buses are where they need to be and the food's hot and <laughs> everybody gets on the bus. What do you think about a, a nooner compared to a 3.30, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock? Do you have a preference? So as a player, I love the night games because of the atmosphere and everything. Yeah. As a coach, you love the noon games because you get up, you get it done. Yeah, um, It's a mixture of both, I think. Um, you wish certain games are played at, at night for the atmosphere and other games it's hey let's go ahead and knock it out 330 i think it's kind of ideal because you get the best of both worlds in my opinion yeah and for look for this one a it's the opener so you're going to have an excited crowd no matter the opponent but it's nc state so they could play it at 8 a.m and, and right. you'll have an environment for that one mimosas and football that's what ecu <laughs> <you> does <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be the plan for uh is it september 3rd chandler yes sir is that the date? 100 days away. 100 days away from kickoff uh, East Carolina and NC State. Ryan, what's next on the the ECU football calendar? Any key dates coming up? So the big thing. So now, once we get into June, uh, we have our prospect camps pretty much every weekend. Yeah. So we'll have probably over a thousand prospects on campus in the month of June between the camps and unofficial visits. Um, two big camps for the listeners. We have our junior pirate camp the 13th through the 15th. So that's all kindergarten through eighth grade. And then our ladies clinic is going to be Friday night, June 24th. 
Um, so it's a chance to get you know all the pirate fans involved with um, their their summer football fix. That's awesome, and uh, those are, are very successful camps. And the ladies' clinic is a a huge deal. I I want to say I don't know if that was around during the skip times, but I know it was during the Ruffin McNeil era. And uh, Mike Houston, Coach Mo, uh, everybody's done a good job of keeping that around, and that's uh, that's always a fun event. It is, and everybody you know. It's for all skill levels, all you know, interest levels and yeah. stuff. And it was, so we just try and make it a fun night to have uh, to cater to them a little bit more, since you know, they're good female football fans. But not everyone might understand what the left guard is supposed to do in pass protection. <laughs> so we try and break it down a little bit for them. I remember when Mike Houston first got here. It was very concerning to hear him say, "Before we do, any, we got to teach these guys how to practice." And it was like, "Oh man, we really are on step one." <laughs> and now everything is—I is, don't want to, you know—it's not perfect, but seems like it's running pretty seamless so how about this off season and how do you know ryan if you're you're having a good off season like is that easy to tell if, if your guys are doing the right things i think you look one at practice habits and how hard guys practice and you have to get them going you have to light a fire right. underneath them and if you don't you've done a good job of, of setting what the standard is and I, and everybody in the program understanding hey every time i walk out into the field this is what's expected of me my performance my attitude my effort um when you don't have to coach that now you're able to get to fundamentals and schemes that allow you to progress as a program and that's where we're at fall camp on the horizon i mean we're a couple months away so like as a player what did you like as a player that maybe you don't like as much now as a coach and vice versa like because those are pretty brutal hot days out there right so yeah uh as a player like what was the toughest part of the football calendar as a player in your opinion it probably, I mean, it definitely is fall camp just because it's a, it's a grind. Like, I, I didn't like the single practice days because you had a longer practice then you had a lift on top of it. Whereas the two-a-days, like, you're in, you're out, you're in, you're out, and that's kind of your day. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's kind of the same, like, as a coach, this I mean, you can't do two-a-days anymore now. Right. But when you could, like, that's a, lot of, that's a lot of planning to plan out two practices in a day. Yeah. Whereas if you got just one, you can be a little more meticulous with your script and all that. So how so when you you guys uh, get your practice down, what you want to do for that day? Like how meticulous is that? I mean, are you down to the second on what you want to accomplish in you're, those practices? Pretty much. I mean, you're down to the minute, like five five minute blocks on our, our scripts, and everybody has it. Okay, I'm doing this individual drill for five or ten minutes with this group, and then we're gonna move to routes on air or one on one pass blocking. And so yeah, I mean, it's there's no wasted time. And there's no wasted movements. Everybody knows where they're going and and to get there quickly. How about that as a quarterback looking at, we know what we have at this point in Holt Naylor's, and he's going to try to improve on what he's done so far. But we're excited about Mason Garcia. Ryan Stubblefield has opened some eyes when people have been able to to see him and there's there's plenty of others there in the quarterback room so how about beyond holding right now what i've heard about mason garcia's growth uh, put that into words like how, how much has he improved since he got here i think it's, it's kind of is night and day and you see it in just his confidence being able to go out there run the offense run a huddle get the play called and then go out and execute at a really high level um and that comes for you know that's everybody that's just mason like everybody goes through that growth of hey the game is faster the plays are more complex it's not just look here and throw but i gotta start making some reads i gotta start getting us in the right situation um for the runs and now like the the we don't miss a beat with a lot of those quarterbacks in there from one to the next how long did it take you going from high school to wake forest to understand a playbook like 
Is that something you you got immediately, or did it take you a while? It probably wasn't until my second fall there that I really, really? started to feel comfortable. Because the first fall, like you know, you're just you're, it's coming, <laughs> it's coming at you from all you know all angles, and you're a scout team guy most of the time, so you're not even looking at your own plays. And then that first spring, you're able to get back into your play calls and, and your playbook, so you start to get under get comfortable with it. And then that second fall. It's all it's familiar. The, the learning curve, I don't think, is as big. And of course, we went through when you talk about you just got here in 2020, a, an off season where there wasn't much going on at all, right? So yeah. that kind of stunted the growth of some. Brandon Manning will be here at four. We got a couple minutes left with Ryan. Brandon, I know you want to say something. If you want to come in, you're good. Wow, for the first time, he doesn't want to talk and say something. All right, interesting. Uh, how about you, Brandon? Uh, He's a legend. He's a former pirate baseball player. How about uh, his? Do you remember him as an athlete? I do. Did you look yeah, up yeah. to Brandon Manning? Uh, we did. There were a lot of a lot of rec league games out in Winterville and DH Conley that you know we shared the baseball diamond. Uh, so yeah, you got the the Conley All Star lineup That's awesome. today. Yeah, we got McManus, Manning, and Aylers. That's three out of the four on the Mount Rushmore of Conley Athletics. Uh-oh. I knew he'd come uh-huh. in. <laughs> he used to throw some solid spirals in football practice. Too. Yeah, solid. All right, solid. <laughs> He's the him, one. Him and Brian Burns. Throw that name out there. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon loves talking about old people that nobody knows except us. But uh, uh, good stuff. So, Ryan, uh, let's, uh, what do you do in your, your spare time? I know you coaches don't have a ton of it, but you uh, like to play sports trivia every now and then. I do like sports, sports trivia. Sports trivia aficionado. Nice, yeah. Um, you know, golf anytime that I can during the weekdays. And then uh, – Big beach guy. Yeah, so heading down there this weekend, which will be fun. Awesome. Yeah, two little boys love the beach, so it's easy to get them out there and run around for the day. That's fun. Oh, okay. So you got two I got boys? two little boys. Yeah, oh, a four-year-old, and uh, he'll almost be two. And the four-year-old will think this would be the coolest thing because he'll be able to see me on YouTube today. <laughs> so I'll be like right beside the Dude Perfect uh, videos. <laughs> so it's Dude Perfect and Dad on YouTube. You're practically Mr. Beast now. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, awesome. right. <laughs> uh, how about you? So growing up, your dad was here for a, a long stint at East Carolina. Did you have to travel around at all? With his stops? No, so I'm kind of I'm a rare case in the coaching kids world because we only had to move once. So I grew up in Winston Salem when he was at Wake Forest. We were there for nine years, moved here, was here for nine years till I graduated. Then that's when he left to go to Kent State. So I only had to make one move, but you know this this job's crazy, and so you see some families moving every year, every other year. Right. I, was, I was pretty fortunate not to have to. So did the uh, pros cross over? Did he coach? Yeah, he coached Ricky. Oh wow. Yeah. And were you here one year with Blake, or was yes, that? one yeah. year? Yeah. So uh, yeah, the McManuses coached the pros. There you go. It's a pretty pretty interesting <laughs> deal there, and we're hoping Blake can make it on. He was having a great camp uh, last year with the. Vikings. Vikings. Vikings uh, before suffering an injury, but hopefully he gets another shot. Saw some video of Tyler Sneed uh, yeah. working out with the Steelers. That's awesome, too. Yeah, that's awesome for Sneed. I'm glad he got the opportunity and making the most of it. Who uh, who picks up that slack in the receiver room with Sneed and Omotosho out? Uh, I mean, we've got a bunch of, of young talent, I think. Uh, Josiah Hatfield is a guy that can make, you saw like in the South Carolina game, like big play, um, yeah. making ability. Um, I think Ryan Jones is a guy that we're yeah. going to be able to move around in a lot of different positions, and it might not be um, the way Tyler was in the slot, but that's a that's a mismatch on a lot of people. Or moving Ryan to the outside, um, you're excited about a guy like Taji uh, Hudson, who's been in the in the receiver room now for a little bit, while, uh, a little while, and growing and learning and, and being you know a, a big 
receiver, big physical receiver that can make some plays for us. Got some, uh, some, a lot of guys coming back on that offense, and I know excited about the defense as well. Uh, Mike Houston and the staff really put a premium on bringing in O linemen and D linemen, and that is paying off now because Stephen Igo and I were looking at the the D lineman coming out of spring and it might be I'm not gonna say it's the best certainly but it might be the deepest D line I've seen for ECU since I don't know since 2000 like it is yeah. just crazy how many guys you got there no doubt and that's that's awesome we've done it that was a need that we addressed in recruiting you're starting to see it pay off um and yeah I mean those guys are kind of they're all the same and you don't know who's who but they're all playing at a high level so you know you might think it's Elijah Morris when it's really uh, Deontay Johnson or, you know whoever it's like yeah. somebody in there making a play and uh, you know they give us fits day in and day out and, and that's one of the cool things that you see by recruiting good talent on both sides of the line is that they're both making each right. other better and you've seen that throughout the past two years for sure as an analyst and now as director of uh, ops like how, how much involved if at all are you in recruiting like are you i'm sure you know what's going on around the area and in the, the college football world but how much are you involved in that um obviously in on the meeting so you're hearing the names more involved once they get on campus okay. and being able to um show them around and you know explain what ecu like is growing up from somebody that's lived it yeah and what game days are like in dowdy ficklin Good deal. Ryan, uh, great to chat with you, man. Appreciate you joining yeah, us today. absolutely. That was fun. Thanks we'll do it again on. down the road and uh, have a, a good summer. Hopefully you can get some beach time, some time off, and then uh, full systems go. No doubt. Good deal. No doubt. Thank you, Ryan. Ryan McManus joining us today here on Pirate Radio Live from one Conley legend to another. <laughs> we'll talk Pirate Baseball with Brandon Manning, who I, I had to read um, on Senior Day. No, this was before Senior Day. The Pirate Baseball alums were in town. He has made a uh, A lasting impact on Pirate Baseball. I had to read that, so it must be true. And we'll have that impactful man, Brandon Manning, joining us when we return on Pirate Radio Live here on a Thursday. We'll give you an update from Clearwater as the Pirates have opened it up on Cincinnati. Back with more after this. listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years. You can shop online anytime at PirateWear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Clip Rock. All right, Shirley Rhodes. Just trying to see if I could turn this up loud enough. Zach Agnos right now being interviewed. Do you want me to pull it up over here? Uh, it's probably about over. Um, if you got it, you can hit it real quick. Okay, give me one second. I got to stop this music here. Stop the music. E- By the way, they're interviewing Zach because the game's over. The game yeah, is like over. Yeah, he got run It was a walk-off from Bryce World, who obliterated that baseball. It left the ballpark. I mean, over Frenchies. Over the Tiki Bar. Couldn't even dent the roof of Frenchies. Yeah, he crushed it. And All right, give me one second. I was rewinding it is so I could water? get the whole is interview. Is there water behind the fence there? 
Like right there? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Is it just be like a, a bay? A, yeah, do like we have canoes? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dudes are in there in their kayaks. Uh, well, how about Shirley rewinding it so we can get the whole thing? That yeah, is, that's what uh, I'm working on right here. Also, in case you're wondering, Zach Agnos is yes, you are. I'm eight, not. Zach Agnos is eight for ten in this tournament so and far. And a win on the mound. Let's talk about though first at the Good plate. Stat. What's allowed you to see the ball so well? of the day. I just know I'm trusting the approach. Honestly, uh, they put a lot of time and effort to the approach, and I know if I don't get on, then Hoover and Bryson and JC they're going to pick me up. So it frees me up a lot to play my game at the plate. To be a dual player, it, when you get out there on the mound, I was talking with your mom earlier. She said she gets nervous <laughs> yeah. when you go to the mound. But what's going through your mind when you take over in that role and have to switch gears? I, it's just a simple mindset flip. I just go to bulldog mentality, just go attack them and uh, try to get back in the dugout, especially that inning. They put up four runs. I was just trying to get us back in here because I knew our offense was going to go back to work. So uh, just getting up there and attack, that's all I was really thinking about. Pretty chatty, I noticed, on the bases. What are you saying to these guys? What are some of the conversations that you're having out there? I mean, it can be from everything. Some people ask about my brother. Um, those guys were making sure I was okay after I rolled my ankle at second. Um, good swing, good swing, way to play, good luck, stuff like that. So it's, it's, all, uh, it's all good fun out there. To be able to have your brother here, he, he's injured right now, but able to train over in Tampa uh, with the Yankees. To have him here, looking up at him in the stands, I see you guys having conversations. How special is that? It's 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 incredible, honestly. I can't put it to words. Um, you know, my best friend Carter Cunningham, he was telling me that he was looking up at Jake. He said Jake was just intently watching me pitch, trying to figure out what's working, what's not, try to help me out. And it's just it's like a brother, and it's also like a coach. And uh, Extremely lucky to have him down here. Uh, missing two, my other brother and sister, and of course my dad, but he's always with us. And uh, my mom, I'm lo I love having her here. Zach, congratulations. I've enjoyed getting to know your family here over the last couple days. So we will see you on Saturday. Sounds good. Thank you. There's Zach Agnos after the game, ESPN Plus, East Carolina, 15-5, to run rule run Cincinnati rule. today. And by the way, Zach Agnos, did he mention it there, he did roll his ankle on the second uh, on second base. Um, that was kind of scary, but it looks like he'll be all right. And uh, before we played that audio, what was that stat to consider, CJ? In the first two games of this tournament so far, Zach Agnos is a combined 8 for 10. Mm. Wow. Four for five four today. Four for five, yeah. Uh, four for five yesterday, I guess. I can do math. Uh, Brandon Manning's joined us, and boy, there was a time this season where Chandler, CJ, Brandon, nobody believed in the Pirates. I was trying to what? tell. No, no, no. Not <laughs> Brandon was like, it's, it's going, it's, no. season's going to go downhill no. from here. I said. Brandon was, no, has always been a believer. He has been a believer. I said from day one, when the weather warms up, the bats will warm up. And it's the hottest you can ever be is down <laughs> there right now. And by God, if they're not hitting it, because I don't know if that – we might if uh, – well, not not CJ. Maybe if like one of you other three would go out in the parking lot, you might could catch that ball. Wow, what a shot at CJ there. He, he started talking about golf earlier. It made me mad. <laughs> no, I, who did that? No, no. Y'all are, no. are in here talking about golf, and he just turned around and looked at me and said, Oh no, no. Oh, right, he's not right. getting away oh, with this today. Oh, no, we're don't. not doing it. <laughs> Stop what? disrespecting me, bro. Like don't do that. There you go, Penny. Ah, uh, yeah, Brandon Manning, the fourth best golfer on the foursome of the Pirate Radio team. Uh Brand, according to CJ. Brandon, uh Pirates get Okay. You gotta we, take a break. We've wait, you're out? No, I mean, it's four oh five. You didn't take a break last time, did you? 
No, you were just came. Oh, I'm good break. on breaks, babe. Okay, let's go. Now you're talking to everybody. Look at you. Trying to run the whole show. Uh, let's take a break. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I mean, I, I didn't really. I no, I, most I, of the time we come sit down like, hey, you're about to be a break. It's like, all right, fine. So I'm just kind of sitting here. <laughs> no, you're here. No, all right, let's run. This, this let's is do your it. time, baby. Let's do it. We're on your time now. Uh, there are projections out there from D1 Baseball, Baseball America before this win that had East Carolina hosting a regional, Brandon. Yes. Funny how that happens, and the the path to how it's happened was said in here. Okay, well, all right. So, Brandon, this is before conference play, right? Or, uh, or maybe after the right, first week? Maybe after the first weekend. You said we need to sweep every home series and win two out of three on the road. Mm-hmm. To have a chance to... Was that to host? or That, to was, be a, that was to host. Yeah. yeah. And... They lost two out of three to Tulane, but in that time, they also swept how many on the road to kind of make up for it? I think just about all of them. Yeah. After the first one at Cincinnati, Mm -hmm. I think they got all of them. Now they are running through this conference tournament. Mix in some uh, midweek wins in there as well. Right. Last loss came to State uh, on a midweek state. State. Thank you, Gary. Let's get out of Tony. (laughs) And since then, the Pirates have been perfect, and here they are now, Brandon and, and... I can't believe they're in this situation, to be honest with you. It is a great situation to be in. I mean, you look at State last year. State peaked at the last quarter of the season. Mm -hmm. They went on a good run, kept them up through the tournament, and that's what you got to be. I think we're we're hitting our peak all the way around. As long as we keep our bats hot, stay healthy. A game like today, you know, only playing seven innings, we didn't use all our pitching. We just saved a lot of pitching. That needs to be brought up. Just for, I mean... You know, because that could be three pitchers for ECU. Who did we throw today? We had Gross to start. You Savage came in, and then I believe it was Danny uh, Beal. Danny Beal threw like to one batter, and then that was it. That was the three arms that we used today, and then Sailor. Sailor was hitting, so he had to. He was in the game for something. But no, that's a great point that you bring up that there was a limited amount of arms used. Yeah, that's we, huge. That that is very huge. And if we could, let's say we do it again on Saturday. Now, what I caution us to say is. We do not need to uh, use all our hits and all our home runs and all our energy because it's a clean slate in the championship. Save some for yeah. later. Uh, Josh Groves started Zach Agnos. Did you mention him? Yeah. Pitched two thirds uh, of an That's inning. right. Trey Savage, Danny Beal. And Dan- and look, Danny Beal threw how many pitches? One? That can't be right, is it? Uh, but he threw to one batter. And then Garrett Saylor, two innings. Uh, Garrett Saylor gets the win two innings of work today and uh that is how many pitchers they used but not just that they did not throw uh, a whole lot of pitches yeah danny bill threw one pitch i guess that was he's fresh the ground ball to a he got out of the inning like it took no. one pitch to he there was a hit to a mac ah, right that's field. right yeah so that wow. was his his one batter that he faced uh but agnos threw seven you savage threw 18 although he did throw two days ago but now brandon you win this one you're off tomorrow off so tomorrow get a break. Off what time's the game saturday well it's at 9 a.m okay because it could be a marathon day because if you lose you still get to play That's another right. one all right so it could be a double dip so uh we still have Ryder giles who hasn't pitched jay Hunter, jay kuchmaner has not pitched so still a lot of arms you can use is kuchmaner available hey not officially but pretty much officially okay yeah i haven't i didn't hear that stat according to a scooter yesterday yeah. they want to give him some innings here or give him some, some awesome pitches. man i didn't yeah. uh i didn't hear that 
so hopefully uh we can see him back on the mound as well yeah pirate bats man uh, agnos leading it off with four hits today if josh moylan gets cooking he had three today including a triple brandon that's dangerous for this lineup you know his bat has been that is one thing i said was the you know we may be missing that friday night superstar pitcher you know when we didn't have wizard hunter or whatever but people have stepped up and his bat is crucial to the long-term success because if let's just say bryce morrill or zach adnos has a bad game he needs to pick it up where they're having a bad game he is very crucial from the left side to be able to you know maybe keep a right-handed um arm in there a little bit longer or left handed you know vice versa whatever we can do he hits the ball if he hits the ball it turns our lineup into one through nine all with you know good bats is the and maybe it's an individual thing but i've seen cliff go to a left-handed pinch hitter when a lefty's pitching or or righty right i is the lefty righty thing a thing of the past or is that just individual preference i think it's an individual preference but you look at um bryson and amac are switch hitters but i think if you ask both of them they would rather hit from the left side unless that guy from cincinnati's pitching to bryson again from the right side because that was <laughs> that was pretty well struck yeah but i mean uh cliff is really big on situation i think he knows his guys so well yeah he knows that hey man he sees the ball really good from the left side and they're the analytics that go into ecu baseball these days are just unreal they they know everybody's stat for a lefty that throws a curveball 82 miles an hour this many times in the bat is pretty good against this batter i mean is they're pretty good at planning for all that three home runs today for the pirates the one of them was bryson world to end the game a mercy rule situation you also had jacob jenkins coward and cam clonch both going oppo guapo uh, and we were just talking about you know the left head, the, that left side, and then going oppo and uh, it, Jacob Jenkins Coward, a guy that got snubbed when it comes to the accolades, postseason accolades. It did. I don't know. And, and I was talking to a few people about that. Um, he has been producing. I mean, I think he's got uh, 40, 40 regular season RBIs, probably around 42, 43 RBIs right now. Um, I don't really know that stat right in the top of my head. Uh, you look at everybody else that had. They got on first team, second team, whatever. Oh, they were all right there with that number. His batting average yeah. was increased. He was right around a 300 mark, I think. You know, you talk talking about 340 um, RBIs, and I think he had eight home runs or something like that. That's that's a good stat, um, especially for a freshman. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, he got snubbed. I, it was just a point but where he didn't start every game in conference. I don't think. I think Cam Clanch when he first started started um, was playing more. And they were they were platooning a little bit with those two. Well, are they only looking at conference numbers? Because if so, why isn't Bryson Worrell on first team or the Player of the Year for the American? Yeah, because that's where he did all his damage. I I don't know why Bryson Worrell was not. That was player kind of, the of year. a rhetorical question. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why I don't know why Bryson wasn't Player of the Year. I mean, he definitely put up unreal stats. I mean, I, I don't think you look at non-conference numbers for the American D. Uh, if you're voting if you're voting for the American Conference you know team yeah i don't know i would think you look at the whole thing but maybe not look we're not paid that's why we're not paid the big bucks we don't make those decisions brandon brandon manning joining us here inside the pirate radio studios what do you think about notre dame's green unis i like them i like the gold batting helmets i mean i like pajamas as much as the next guy but they're like slow pitch softball like a division uniforms right there and I want to see what Link Jarrett looks like in him. I bet he looks like a leprechaun. <laughs> Are they? He's not a big man. Adidas. What's Notre Dame? Because they Under Armour. 
Are they under? Is Cincinnati Under Armour as well? Their catchers wearing an Under Armour. Okay, because they both have that annoying uh, stripe is that Under goes Armour down. Or the w from Wilson. Because the pitcher that? just had a Wilson glove. Could be Wilson stuff too. Who knows? Nah, that's a you. That's okay. an Under Armour. All right, yeah, I see it now. Uh, they have that little stripe that goes through the thigh that really annoys me. It, Cincinnati it has just that. stops. It's like they, their budget ran out of money to finish the <laughs> pants. All the seamstresses went on strike. Oh, that guy had no hair. Uh, one nothing. Notre Dame leads Florida State in the bottom of the third inning. Uh, NC State, Tommy White hit two home runs last night. Is yeah, that right? Three. Three? Yeah, three in one night. Three all backside. And they beat uh, Miami That's last gotta night. It's got to be his bat. I think. I mean, there's something. His check the back. Fork, check, check. No, that that is a big strapping young man. Strapping. <laughs> um, Notre Dame's uniforms look like 1980 AG cut softball uniforms. Clip. Turn this up. Eric Collins is on the call. <laughs> no way. Oh boy. <laughs> oh, Terry. Eric Collins. Eric Collins. A.K.A. Screaming Hornets announcer. Uh, Old Terry is calling oh, the action. Oh, Terry! If they walk it off, we're going to have to turn the to beauty. The clip. Um, yeah. Just a quick update. Uh, very quick. Very quick. Um, tomorrow. Quicker, quicker. Tomorrow Go. is Friday. True. Um, Tulane <laughs> and Cincinnati will play at 1 o'clock. The winner of that game will be our opponent on Saturday morning. At 9 a.m.? Good stuff. Yes, Good sir. Stuff. Thank you, ma'am. Straight facts. Tomorrow Tul- is Friday. <laughs> Tulane and Cincinnati. Pirates have played Cincinnati a million times this year. Uh, Pirates lost two out of three to Tulane. So we're looking at – we'll uh, follow that one coming up tomorrow. Who is uh, next? I'll look at it myself and look at this AAC – tournament that is going on right now down in clearwater florida brandon manning joining us brandon uh we might be here for a regional uh it's crazy enough at it you planning on, on which oh yeah i'm there I, I'll, I'll empty my calendar change everything i don't care what i'm saying if it's on the road would you go uh we had talked about it. if it was to like a um blacksburg or charlottesville we were, we were going to go to that one yeah which uh very well could be uh but i really don't want to play in blacksburg they're 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 playing unreal ball right now um it's a good one i would and and getting back on the regional talk for a little bit you look at that regional that they had us with north carolina college of charleston and that is a tough regional man <laughs> we all saw different ones so i saw yeah. north carolina arizona davidson i saw north carolina there's two different ones they had two different groups of teams there was i the, thought there i was, saw Co- coastal carolina there there was there was north carolina coastal carolina arizona and, and uh maybe yeah so would Coastal be a four? Are they? Yeah. Is that where they? Okay. So I, I would rather. I mean, God knows, and I hate to say this. I mean, I would rather be a two seed in a weak regional than 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 go be a number one and have like just three teams that are just right there with us come in. Hmm. Well, you sort of asked that question earlier this week to some. Well, people. my question was: Would you rather? Would you rather be in the line of Tennessee? Of course, or, yeah. I would rather go play Carolina again. I, I, we got something for them. I mean, I, I just think we here. Yeah, I would, I would want yeah. to see that. I think it's good for the region. It's good for every team involved. Um, it, it's, it's just a, a great regional to have. And it, and it sh- I don't know about playing Campbell again. We've already beat them twice. It's tough to beat a team three times. When, remember when uh, NC State was here in the regional and ECU and NC State met on day two in an elimination game, and yes. Jake Agno spinned a beauty 
And uh, we thought that that would be, you know, for the regional championship. It turned out it was loser go home. State went home, and then East Carolina was able to beat. That day it rained, and there was like a long rain, and we ate pizza in my back of my truck. Were you there for that? Yeah, yeah. Well, one of those days. Yeah. I think I was there on the your back of your truck on the Sunday. Maybe. Which was another long day. Jeez. It was a lot of long days. Look, and uh, it was an, another stat. Uh, every year we host a regional, it always rains. That is true. Look at the long-term forecast for the regional dates. What's it showing? Rain in Greenville. <laughs> Just saying. That, that's a good sign that we're going to host. Exactly. I like it. All right, Memphis-Houston coming up in just a little bit. Uh, That's a stat, CJ. He left. You you hurt his feelings so much. a lot of times we look over there, he's just not there. (laughs) God, he's disappeared. Yeah. Uh, And then, so coming up Friday, Tulane versus Cincinnati. Winner of that will play East Carolina 9 a.m. Saturday morning. So that's game 11 if East Carolina were to lose on Saturday morning, they would play later in the day on Saturday. But if they win, they would obviously go to the championship. And they would have to be beaten twice on Sunday. Incorrect. Okay. Championship, which I don't Shh. like this, is just one game. Just let him talk for me. <laughs> I, Sorry. Well, and I've I've heard the other side of it. I wanted to get I wanted to get clear through the people. That's why. Right, I that's fine. If we were dealing with robots instead of people, it would make more sense to have it where you have to lose twice, even if it is the championship. But you're trying to save arms and all that, so I understand why you could have one team that has already lost the game versus a team that hasn't, and the team that's uh, lost the game win the championship, giving that other team their first loss. Might have could have said that a better way. No, I was Hopefully right. Hopefully you understand what I'm saying. I got you. All right. But you're right. It does save pitching a steal. Why don't you just start the tournament a day sooner? Then, I mean, then, well, then finish it. Then finish what about there. last week? What about last week? You're going to play Wednesday, Thursday, Friday series? Maybe you go no midweek. No midweek. Your last week. Play Wednesday. And Thursday, Friday. Yeah. Start a day earlier. Still have the same amount of travel days. Look, this is what we do. We solve all the problems. Exactly. So, well done. All right, Brandon uh, Manning. Mike Oresco, isn't that the American guy? That is. Call him. He, well, Brandon, you're doing a fantastic job. <laughs> Shane Carr and Justin Hardy. You've made a long-lasting impact on the ECU baseball. <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll take a break. Do you, have, you got any rages today? Yeah, I got a few. Awesome. It's great to have you back in studio. You were on the phone last week, so we couldn't rage with you. Uh, we will rage inside the rage room. You have just listened to the ECU baseball recap. Brought to you by Brandon Manning with Farm Bureau Insurance. 531-1812 is the number to call to schedule a review. Get a free quote. Now is the perfect time for a review of your home, auto, and life insurance with a trusted and experienced agent. And he's right there. Brandon Manning. You can call him 531-1812. We're back. Raging after this. Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now back to the show. 
Welcome back. Tommy's Express Car Wash. Come experience the difference at Tommy's. Now open at the corner of Greenville Boulevard and Breadbanks Road. Doesn't your car deserve it? We'll visit Tommy's Express Car Wash today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here is your host, Clip Rock. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live. The Golden Domers are literally wearing golden domes today. And that is a two-run home run in the fourth inning. Notre Dame 3, Florida State 1 as they play in the ACC tournament. Does State play tonight, Brandon? State. Uh, yeah. I'll look at a bracket real Tommy quick. Tommy White. Earlier today, we saw East Carolina knock off Cincinnati 15-5. to Run rule. They uh, Boy, that's embarrassing, right? Mercy. Have mercy. To be run ruled in a tournament game. I didn't even know that was possible. But it is because we just saw it happen. Bryson Worrell, I guess, his second walk-off in a matter of uh, less than a week, if you consider that a walk-off. I mean, yes. The he, game is over after his home run. He had a walk-off and walked off the field. And um, it was obliterated. Oh, man. It was a bomb. Susan Dean says, hashtag fireman rule. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike P. says, we're going to need Clip to keep up the negativity all the way to Omaha. Well, look, Mike. I mean, we know how this is going to end. Pirates are going to lose. As Problem. long as he wakes up, Mike, he'll keep it up. <laughs> Every breath I take uh, is just a negative oxygen. You'll be missing me? I will. I did miss you last week, Brandon. Uh, Adam's asking, did anyone hear the announcer say Greenville, South Carolina? I didn't, but I heard, I've it, the, seen the, the, multiple tweets. The what social bro? media, yeah, the what social media life? memes are just tremendous today. Yeah. I mean, they, they have like a... The Our State logo over South Carolina. Somebody did that one. Um, running out of signal right here. Um, co- couple of couple of great. Uh, I goes on top of it though. It has not made him happy. He's going to rage about that. We should call him. <laughs> uh, speaking of rage, let's rage. Let's get I'm some rage, rage out because sometimes work makes you furious. Sometimes the kids make your blood boil. How about your ex? Does she have you? Does he or she have you seeing red? There's a way to release that anger, and it's right here in Greenville, North Carolina. Let your next therapy session be at Anger Management Rage Room, Greenville's premier rage room. You can go to angermgmtnc.com, angermgmtnc.com, and book your therapy session today. It's right down the road, Chandler. Yes, sir. Clark Street, right here in up t- or downtown Greenville near Pirate Radio. Sorry, I was saying uptown because that's where the acc tournament is being played in charlotte but uh yeah clark street right behind pitt street brewery and if you ever have that urge to beat the crap out of something break glass uh maybe beat up a car don't harm your fellow man don't harm your own vehicle go do anger management rage room go do it right here on clark street at anger management rage room go check them out all right uh who wants to get us kicked off today how about we go to manning and no no not brandon manning hannah manning hannah manning Manning. (laughs) is it about me no it's not not about about you okay hannah has a rage she says my rage why does a variety pack of seltzers always have a crappy flavor boy if i've ever heard of first world white people problems there it is jesus (laughs) uh she says i eat mango Ugh. She does uh, give me a parenthesis, and yes, I realize some people like mango. Well, I guess you're not going to want one of these. In fact, Hannah, you have been banned from today's contest, the Margaritaville Tropical Punch, because we have mango peach paradise. Mm-hmm. Beach not for breezy. Hannah Manning. Now, she likes peach. 
Mm. Can she tolerate the mango for peach? I, I don't know. I can't tolerate none of it. She is uh, raging about this one bad flavor in all her group of variety seltzers. So, Hannah, get that rage out, not on your husband, but at Anger Management Rage Room. There we go. All right, Brandon, what do you got? All right, people. So, look, I understand you we're all, we like the hands-free, you know, and, and, it's, and there's there's even AirPods and speakers, and I mean, or, or headphones now that you can listen to. So, why, by freaking God, if I'm eating in a restaurant with my spouse, with friends, do you have to talk to your friends your, I think today it was Nene. Hey Nene, how you doing? Don't have him on speakerphone. The old don't let Jeez, I don't want. Don't have Nene on speakerphone. What exactly. if it's the old Nuggets for Nene? Nene, like that would be pretty cool to talk to. But no, not on, speaker. it, not on okay. speakerphone. I don't care. I don't care about what you what so and so wore to the eighth grade dance on speakerphone during did, my lunch. Did you see what she wore to the eighth God, grade dance? God, man, get a life. <laughs> I'm trying and to wa- and walk, look, walking through the mall on speakerphone yeah. or on FaceTime for that matter. It doesn't. It, I don't care. I don't want to know about all your stuff. A lack of situational awareness. Jesus, a, a terrible of, Christ of your fellow man out there. Yeah, I, I mean, we don't yes. want to be in your business. You shouldn't want us to be in your business. There's headphones. Get some. Yeah. And if it's, if you're that Bluetooth. cheap, don't buy the new Jordans. Go to Dollar General because they sell headphones at Dollar General for like twelve bucks, probably ten bucks. Try 10 that. Bucks. Try that. Get them. Get them. You can buy some gum with the leftover two dollars. I have ten dollar headphones from Dollar General right now. The left earpiece doesn't work anymore. <laughs> but you still use them, so I don't have to I hear it. I still do. <laughs> Christ. All right, uh, folks. Why are we even still talking on cell phones? Just text or something. How, I think last week was the first time you've ever called me. It was weird, right? It, it was very awkward. I didn't know how to react. I was like, what number? Oh, okay. I, I see it now. Hello? Uh, Should we be doing this? 317 All right. I agree with you, Brandon. Uh, we've got to put an end to that. That public speakerphone speaking on a phone. God, no. Additionally, listening to music in public places. It, yeah, it pretty much goes hand in hand. Yeah. But I've just seen that more. I just hate it. Watching videos to the top of the volume in public. Oh, man. Just doing anything in public that doesn't involve headphones. The people surrounding you in public. Right. Just, yeah. Look out. If you're with a group and you're like, hey, man, look what just happened on the Johnny Depp trial and you want everybody to hear it. What did Amber Heard say today? Gosh, she's an idiot. Can we rage about that? No. Oh, God. I heard that from. She craps in the bed. I heard that from my mom, like when I went there recently. God, it's funny. She asked me who like side I was on. I was like, "Mom, it's not a sporting event. It's like Johnny it's Depp. Real people. I'm on, I'm on Johnny Depp's I don't, side. I don't care. He's Captain Jack Sparrow. I'm Team Johnny. All right, fine. Let's get out of Johnny. Johnny, uh, CJ, you got anything? Yeah, I think we. I think I have a rage that we can all rage about. When is ESPN and Sports Center going to learn the name of our school? <laughs> took mine. Or never. the location? Or the location? Name never, location? Never, never. We talked about it. It is getting to. All right, Shirley talked about it. Do you when you get when you get a lineup card? Do you ever say, "Hey, how do you pronounce this guy's name?" Or of anything? course, of course. Then why do people still get stuff wrong with ESPN? We they have don't put, care. We, we have put it in the media guide to call us by East Carolina or ECU. Well, I said this yesterday too. The people on TV, and this is not the announcers really. It's more about the talking heads, who's on Sports Center, who's behind a desk. They're attractive people. 
they're not ha- the Schwab. Remember Stump the Schwab? Mm-hmm. Fat, neckbeard guy. They're not me because we are knowledgeable about sports, but we're not attractive enough to be well, on national TV. Don't don't, don't like, sell I, yourself I'm, short. I'm buddy. being modest. I know I look good. Yes. Uh, just for the sake of this conversation. These are attractive people that probably aren't the brightest when it comes to knowing schools, knowing people's names. They're there a lot because of their looks. So they don't know and they don't care to know because who's the best who's the best ESPN analyst and host? Scott Rampell. What does he call us? East Carolina. East Carolina or ECU Pirates. Because he's a because well, he's, he's a, not a, an attractive man. Whoa, whoa, bald, whoa. Is bald is beautiful, bald baby. Is beautiful. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Attract. We try not to. Bald Did you miss beautiful. the first part of what I was saying? Whoa. No, but if you got a job to do, get it right. Fine. Say our name right. All right. I, how many times are you going to screw up the rest of the day? And we're going to have to correct you. What do we do? Fire you? Two. Do you want to get fired? If you mess up, what happens when you mess the name Speaking up? Speaking of raging. Uh-oh. What, what's going to happen? I don't have a Troy D. Rage today. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. Do it right, but we're not going to pretend we, we're perfect. Are, are you like a Twitter follower of like Stanford Steve? Yeah, yeah. Yes. I like Stanford can we, Steve. Can we get him to send an inner office memo to the rest of the ESPN announcers? That it, I mean, it's time for that. You can do that. I know. He has but worn Pirate Radio shirt yeah, before. Yes, he has. It's not going to change. I saw it. It was great. It's not going to change. Troy D's here. Why are you wearing that? God, you're making me hot. Not in a good way. I was going to say, whoa, whoa, settle down, big You fella. got a hoodie and jeans on, Troy. On. Are you okay? It's cold this morning. Are you sick? It was cold. I have something to rage about. Eddie has People who wear hoodies when it's 80 degrees in here. What is going on? chilly this morning. This is scary to me. I know, and I've been so busy, I haven't had time to You're summer yet. Troy. Nobody heard you. What nobody, is happening? Nobody heard you but me, We're, CJ. It was cold. Okay, but it's not now. It's 436. Let me just tell you something. <laughs> the fact that ESPN, oh, here we for go. decades... The worldwide leader in what? Sports. Sports. This is not NPR. This is not the Wall Street Journal. This is a network that only covers freaking sports. There's not that many Division I football teams in the country. So this is not just a thing. They can't get the damn name right, and they broadcast the game. They ought to be ashamed of themselves. They also said Southern Florida during the game. It's not just ECU. This, I know it's not, but it's stupid job, all around. Though, that's all they do is God, cover sports. I don't care if they're good looking or ugly. Exactly. If they work for ESPN, get your crap together, man. That's pathetic. Well, yeah, I, but again, it's not going to. I guess there's no. There's nobody, no fixing it. Nobody's there's, getting fired. Nobody's not, getting fined. There's like, not, I don't care if you got great hair. Who cares? I'm just giving you a reason why. They no, don't know that, what they're talking about. No. How many times do you really cut to the announcers in the College World Series, though? Who cares if you're attractive? I don't. If they're studying the opponents and the teams that are being played, where does it say Eastern Carolina where they say Eastern Carolina? Well, what is Only when we're talking say, about barbecue do you say Eastern Carolina. I have Carolina. East Carolina-South Florida game. Why not just say East Carolina? Nowhere does it say Eastern Carolina. I am think it's worse. They don't just show up and say, oh. I think it's worse for the people calling these baseball games. To say Greenville, South Carolina, that it is for a it's an, only two teams. That, that's terrible. For an anchor to say Eastern Carolina on Sports Center, the guys calling the game are actually doing the research we're talking right. about. They're, they're probably reading, reading it. Schools. That's probably the only it. game they're doing. And look, and I think they, it has been said they said Greenville, South Carolina, while announcing games in Greenville, North Carolina, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or they were either like on location somewhere in a basement, which Jeez. they're doing now. 
It's something. I think that's more egregious than that. Where are they getting it's ludicrous. from? It's two days in a row or two games in a row they've done that. Yeah. It's every year. Every year we get it, and it's, it's worse in baseball than it is football. I think football, we've they've come a long ways. Every once in a while there's a slip up, but it, it's really bad in baseball. It's multiple times a year. It's no longer just once in a while. It's so like I've almost become immune to it at this point. Yeah, I think he, I he came in with a mission to talk about this. He, no, I no, saw no, it on no, his I face. didn't. I was driving in. I heard y'all talk about it, and it was starting to piss me off again. <laughs> I tweeted about it a couple days well, ago, and then I forgot about it, and y'all started talking about it again, and it fired me up. You gaslighted me is what you did, <laughs> and I came in. I saw you, and you just made me mad, Brandon. That I go that gum. I go had a tweet that you showed me. He said the color announcer for this game is using outdated RPI uh, metrics and calculating mileage for. From Greenville, South Carolina, to potential regional destinations for ECU, <laughs> so, not Greenville, North Carolina. The, the the guy's trying to be all scientific and he's trying to be all sports nerdy like I go, and he messed it up. So not only did he get it wrong once, I said it. He doubled down and kept going. Yeah, they made a graphic <laughs> that was wrong. And while we're raging, why are we almost on the cusp of a holiday weekend at the end of May? Looking June in the face. And it's so cold, I gotta wear jeans. It's and 82. A what are you talking about? You don't about? have to. <laughs> it is hot. Now it's warmed up. I'm talking about in the morning. No Why are you Take your clothes off. It's, right it's, now. it's oh. almost 5 Take o'clock. Your clothes off. It's 5 o'clock. Take your clothes off. It's 5 o'clock. What did you like to see that, Chandler? <laughs> Troy. Settle down. Morning was seven hours ago. It was freezing this morning. <laughs> it was 67. <laughs> That's what you it's set your heat on in the wintertime. It's been cold all week. I had a jacket I'm tired on. of it. I had a jacket on yesterday. It was 63, but it's been so hot here in eastern North Carolina that 63 degrees yeah. was cold yesterday. No. It felt cold. But now no. it's in the I mid-80s, Troy D. <laughs> Come on. I had to dig this I, out Troy, of the winter Troy, pile. Look, I thought I was going to nobody nobody make you do that. Fall. If nobody knows and nobody's ever paid attention, it's your friend. Troy D hates cold. Sure. In general, like if if, if we yeah. go out to a lunch or somewhere wow. like that, and it's like December, Troy never comes. Full, full disclosure: I did have a lunch today at Parker's Barbecue in the banquet room. It was cold. Off, it's, now it is cold in and there. It is freezing. It is like Antarctic. I think they yes. hang the pigs in there before they let you eat there. Th- they do. It is so. Now the, I will tell you this: when it's ninety degrees again, Parker's Barbecue is the place to be because their AC works great. That is and true. it is freaking cold well, in there. I and agree. if you're in the room where they close oh, it off, yeah, yeah. I'm like, in the banquet room. They, we had a private yeah. little luncheon thing we had to do today and it was freaking cold i'm dressed like this and i was cold yeah almost they have a guy all he does at parker's is wipe the condensation off the windows <laughs> that's he's like oh got a little bit more up there so that's why i couldn't change and then i've been so i had to run to washington after there not that you need to know all my business and problems but i haven't had time chandler to changing and and get naked well, what's under that? <laughs> a white t-shirt. Yeah, you need to rock that on the show today. Plain white, Scott, white I t-shirt. I might. I might. Uh, that's, that's cool. So, Redbeard, you're not homeless, though, right? You're okay. I'm fine. I'm okay. not homeless. All right. Redbeard was asking. Why was he? Oh, because the way Just I'm dressed. the hoodie, yeah. the jeans. <laughs> it's hot outside. This is the year-round homeless look right here. It's very strange. I, but uh, My you were jeans cold do have morning. holes in it. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you could have fooled me. Tough times. Yeah. All right. I hope uh, this is the last time you see the hoodie for the summer. I keep on like taking them out, and I'm like, all right, I'm gonna put them now. Here's my go back in the well, attic you pile. You need them like in the evening if you're at the beach and it's windy. It kind of gets cool. <laughs> at, now the beach, that that the, the wind off the ocean yeah. does does get cool sometimes. We have a rage from Mike P. He says, "Dear breweries, enough with the IPAs. I don't need twelve different types of IPAs on the menu. IPA, more like I don't see a good pilsner." <laughs> 
Thank you, Mike P. <laughs> I like a good IPA. I love it. Yeah. Well, I did. Give me a good lord. Copium. Look at those Alex. Notre Dame outfits. Those we were talking about that. Hey, so nice. I'm gonna find. Here's what we need to find. I bet uh, Sue Ellen Brock in the '80s wore the same uniforms playing softball for A.G. Cox. I gotta find. They're that. all like Aunt that Sue. lime green color. I do like those hats though. I like the uh, the shamrock there. Just saw the leprechaun Link Jarrett in the uh, dugout there, Brandon. God, that guy. All right. Any other uh, rages? Great coach, Link Jarrett. Charlie Chandler. Here's a, here's another one for you. No, not a rage. Excuse me. Go ahead. Shirley, you got a rage? I have no rage. Wow. Shirley, because we get a day off uh, tomorrow and Monday, so she's in a good mood. People wearing well, the same shirts every day. Well, I'm headed to New Orleans tomorrow. You're headed to New Orleans? New Orleans. All right. People wearing the same shirts every day. That sometimes that gets to me. Oh, yeah, Troy, turn around. Wait, what do you do? Who does that? We did it again. Uh, <laughs> we did one. it again. Oh it's God. the exact same <laughs> one. <laughs> I didn't know what you were talking about there. Oh, yeah. I mean, y'all do look like family members. Did you just take a picture the yes. other day of them wearing the same shirt? Yeah, was it the it same was the exact the same shirt. shirt. <laughs> She's left me hanging like four times in a row now. Wow. That's great. I didn't know your hand was on well, you know how like you spend time together. They say like sometimes people start to look like their pets, or yeah, husband yeah. and wives can yeah. start to look alike. <laughs> well, you, well, you work together long enough, spending a lot of time together, starting to put some, gla- put some glasses on CJ. No, on we'll see how this works now, out. Wait a minute, y'all both got haircuts. C- CJ, put her yeah. glasses on her real quick. Let's <laughs> we'll see how this works. CJ got CJ's gonna realize right just <laughs> okay. First right. of all, CJ's gonna realize yeah, put, just how blind I am. Put the glasses on. put the glasses on. Just I just want to see it. I want to see it. People that don't wear glasses. <laughs> <laughs> you took the hat off, CJ? He did. If you would shave and take the hat off, it's on. Oh CJ looks yeah. like the Muppets character with glasses on. The, oh, yeah. Uh, Beaker? Yeah. I was, no, no, not I was Beaker. told by all my friends I look like the little kid from Up. <laughs> I can see yeah, that. You do. I can see that. A Muppet character. Uh, I, I knew someone that looked like the uh, Swedish chef, like in real life. He was like had the long he- head, like he talked like this, you know, the Swedish chef, at the as the Muppet. Yeah, I knew a person in real life that looked like the Swedish chef. Sure like he this? was a real person. Oh, Doctor wow, Brunson, wow, wow. Honey oh, yeah, the doctor. That's CJ. Yeah, I, that's not Beaker. Dr. No, Bunsen Beaker, Beaker no. was the nerdy, tall, long yes, guy. Yes, you're yeah, right. You're, he and does, he didn't yes. speak English. Dr. No. Brunson. Wow. Beaker looks English. like Josh Graham. Holton <laughs> 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 just walked in and was like, what's the Muppet hey, Babies? Am I right? Or am I right? Yeah, you nailed it, buddy. Yeah. Got it. Right. Josh Graham was a Muppet. Do you think Holton ever watched the Muppets? <clears throat> uh, he's a little too young. Uh, no, he's shaking his head now. Oh, I watched Muppet he's, Babies. He's a little too young. Cartoon. Muppet Baby. Yes. Remember that one? Yeah. Muppets was a great Kermit, show growing Kermit, up. Remember man. Fraggle Rock? That yes. was a good one too. Are you kidding me? I, I have the entire you know, the be like You had to have HBO to get Fraggle Rock, I believe. Yep. That was back when it was like the only premium available. I have the entire DVD collection of Fraggle Rock. I used to love the. Uh, Sick, sorry. The, when when Sick HBO, rock. when you were a kid growing up, they'd have the Saturday night movie and they'd have the. The theme. God, that brings back some memories. Did you watch The Crypt Keeper too late at night? Oh, Tales of the Crypt? Yes. By the way, we're raging right now. Yeah. Now, you want to talk about somebody that looked like somebody, God rest his soul. moved on to Cinemax. God rest his soul. Bill Cope, our our former engineer, used to look like the Crypt Keeper. All right, Shirley, that is a reference nobody knows, but you're right. Not at all. You are right. I mean, I didn't have my headphones on. What'd she say? Bill Cope does look like the Crypt Keeper. He did. Oh, yeah. God, he did. That's a good call. Rest his soul. 
Uh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Ray Liotta. Did you see that? Yes. And why he was filming a movie. Shoeless yeah, Joe Jackson is oh, gone. Yeah, he yeah, died. He died in his Henry sleep. Hill. Henry Hill. He wasn't even that old. 67. 67. If you got to go, though, I've always said this. If you've got to and we're all got to go sometime, right? Um, when it's your time, isn't that the best way to go? And you're sick. Yeah. Was he sick? Does he might know? Does is that come out? No, as far as I know, he like, did not have any health issues. That uh, preliminary reports. No, I, I mean, I don't. Years want, of scotch and cigarettes caught up with him. Yeah, I don't want to go anytime soon. But when I when it is time, that's the way I'd prefer. If if you have a choice. All right. Would you like to go a different way? I definitely don't want to be caught on fire. Or drown? <laughs> no, not drown. Yeah, off a bridge. Right. Or drown. Okay. I wouldn't jump off Sleep, a bridge. Sleeping would be a good way to go. Yes. Yeah. All right. Is there a better way than that? No. No. There's not. How did, okay. How did we get here? Uh, raging. Raging. We're, raging. Raging. we're raging. You want to rage about bridges? Sean? And now we end the rage with how we want to die. <laughs> what better way to rage? <laughs> All right. The let's uh, Having a heart attack in the rage room. <laughs> raging hard. Boy, that would be epic. Yeah. Uh, we're closing out the rage room. Check out angermgmtnc.com. You can book your therapy session today. Clark Street, baby. All right. One more break. Uh, Brandon, you out or stay in for five more minutes? I can stay for five more minutes. All right. We'll wrap up the hour with brandon manning coming up hour three of today's show troy d will be here holton aylers in the house east carolina starting quarterback will join us as well 100 days away from kicking things off pirates and pack noon oh, don't God. say nothing uh, you got a whole hour mm, all right we'll get your, gonna, mm, get your thoughts on are you, are you gonna wear that sweatshirt it's hot. <laughs> there's your rage it's we have hot. another rage yeah. another rage get a bonus rage in the next hour about all this right. noon kickoff well i uh, have that all coming up on pirate radio live back with you after this Listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Beauty Bar Metaspa. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles, tighten and lift your skin, smooth your skin texture, erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair? Are you interested in Botox or filler? Visit BeautyBarMetaspa.com to set up a free consultation. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Winslow's is now 5th Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room. And with a brand new look, 5th Street Hardware also has a new menu and serves lunch and dinner Tuesday through Sunday, plus brunch starting at 10.30 on Sundays. What else is new? 5th Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room now has poker every Tuesday night and trivia on Wednesday with DJ Captain Morgan. New look, new name, same location on 5th Street beside the State Theater, 5th Street Hardware Restaurant and Tap Room. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip Brock. Back with you here on Pirate Radio Live on a Thursday. Thursday's the new Friday. We'll be giving away Margaritaville Tropical Punch. Everybody eligible to win except Hannah Manning. Except uh, her. 12-pack variety pack coming up in hour number three. Brandon, you can win, I guess, if you want to. Sort of. If I'm, I feel like if I'm sponsoring something, I know I shouldn't. I shouldn't call in. Yeah, that's why Hannah's the winner in the family. Uh, Chad Always had a question. Not to be off subject, but how do you feel about people wearing jerseys to games, band T-shirts to, to that band's concert, or a movie T-shirt to watch the movie? Can I answer first? I'm 40 years old. I don't give a damn what people wear. 
you know what i don't care like about sports fans because you're there to support a team you're you're a true right. fan wearing a jersey like if my son wants to wear a rafael devers jersey to our red sox game or something like that all for it if a grown man wants to wear you know a big poppy jersey to a red sox game or somebody wants to wear I, if it i want to wear my whole me. nailers jersey you know what awesome yeah awesome. doesn't bother me i'm supporting my team but I'm, i doubt i wear like a, a guns and roses 88 tour to a guns and roses concert okay that's fine i mean you i got just that don't shirt, care don't you shirley you why, have the why shirt not? huh you have a guns and roses shirt don't you? <laughs> no, i have a new kids on the block 89 t-shirt yeah, and you did you wear it and you bet you your <laughs> sweet bottom dollar that i did and we'll do it again july no, 22nd I, I know people make fun of that i know people say there should be an age cut off for men that wear jerseys well, if somebody wants to look like a moron, let them. Who if cares? you're a true fan, like collecting baseball cards, I know some grown men who do it, and it, it's like a it's it's a thing to them, and they enjoy it. If, if you enjoy something, do it. There's so much. Thank you, Brandon. So much negativity around. If something makes you happy, be positive. Be happy. If it there makes you, you happy, Brandon said it. Cheryl Crow said it. If it makes you happy, then do it. That's right. I retract my uh, new kids on the block Guns N' Roses t-shirt comment. <laughs> if it makes you happy, Shirley, because obviously you were giddy. Um, Several years ago when Joe McIntyre touched my hand, I yes. Did. I remember that. Shirley, I lost my freaking mind. Wear whatever you want to. Stop touching. Stop accosting the performers. Uh, look, look, there's five of them. I've already accosted three. I still have two left. She is I will touched, not stop until I have touched three out of the five new kids. She touched 60% of the new kids on the block. Wow. <laughs> All wow. I have and left that. is Jordan and Danny. All right. Good That's luck. That's it. We wish you the best. Hopefully and my phrase better, is, better don't ever hurry. let anyone steal your joy. Be- better, better hurry. They're getting old. <laughs> that is true. You're running out of time. Look, let me tell you something. For, for guys that being that the, the age that they are, because, I mean, some of them are in their 50s. How about uh, NSYNC is on, or uh, Backstreet Boys is on country music now, radio. What? Yeah. I'm the king of what? country. I don't know if you Yes. Heard. Backstreet Boys has a country song. I've been listening to it on the XM, The Highway, which is new country music. Um, Backstreet Boys are on Why? that. Is everybody freaking out? Like, No, nah, I hasn't gotten, I haven't heard many people talk about it. I just noticed it today or last week. Is it any good? Yeah, it's not. It's not a bad song. It's not like a poppy boy band, let's go dance on stage song. It, it's like a very... I mean, it's got a country feel to it. I mean, I'm I'm not. How do you? Uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll find it. Uh, I mean, at the same time, like at first, I mean, now it's no big deal. But when Darius Rucker first, you know, went into country, I was like, I don't know how that transition is going to work because you know he was with Hootie and the Blowfish. But now that he's been in it for several years and I've listened to a lot of his music, I'm like, you know what? That's not a bad transition. Yeah, time was on his side. Oh yeah. <laughs> Rolling Stones as well. Shirley, well uh, play, I us, got you. play us off. Chandler didn't get it. Yes, I did. A um, couple of things. So I like Lane Hoover's walk-up beat, and I was like, what is that? And Morgan they Wallen. said Morgan Wallen, and I was like, well, that's country music, though. This and is like Dirk. a rap beat. And it was like, no, nah, this is Morgan Wallen. I'm like, well, this is new, not country new, music. New, yes, not country music. New country uh, is more like... It's almost like a crossover. A, a crossover country. It, it's got a lot of computer uh, computer generated sounds in it. It's got right. some stuff. I mean, Florida Georgia Line is one of those examples. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but I tell you what, they can do. They can write some music. I'll give them credit. They're 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 pretty good writers. Um, Miranda Lambert's still pretty country. I give her credit. Um, new country guys coming out like your uh, John Party has that sound and uh, uh, Cody Johnson. There, there's a good one Cojo. for you. All right, great way to wrap up the hour. Uh, there, a tweet from Keaton Mitchell. Mm. Can I read it? 
Uh, yeah. I ain't, I ain't gonna lie. We playing some baseball. I ain't never, I ain't never watched baseball until now at ECU baseball. <laughs> Where we made a fan of Keaton Mitchell. That's pretty cool. Great. And uh, Keaton has got the invite to the jungle. So uh, I like it when everything crosses over like that. When you see Holden at a basketball game or a baseball game, or when Keaton goes out to the jungle. That's good stuff. Good synergy, Brandon Manning. Yeah, I mean, and it's not just a girl. Uh, a lot of the uh, volleyball players sat in our section this year. They got, I guess, it was a friend of the family that was their seats. Family. They didn't come. They came. That's awesome. Family. Love it. All right, Brandon. Good to see, you, buddy. Yes, sir. Great. Uh, Pre plug. Uh, everybody sign up for the Holton Naylor's football camp. It's gonna be great. My son's there. We're talking about it. Give Brandon Manning a call. That's yes, right. Please do. Call him please right do. now. Not to talk about his performance on the show, but to schedule a review. And get a free quote, 531-1812, Brandon Manning, Farm Bureau Insurance. How is he wearing a hooded sweat? My hands are it's just nuts, there sweating man. in here. It's nuts. It makes me hot. Christ. Not in a good way. He can wear whatever he wants to. That's I up. agree with that. I'm just saying. If it makes you happy. It's making me hot. If it, if it I got to stop saying that. We'll be back with you hour three after this. Listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Brown and Wood is your home of the best selection of GMC, Cadillac, Buick, and Mazda in eastern North Carolina since 1937. Shop their entire inventory online at brownandwoodauto.com or visit them on Greenville Boulevard. Brown and Wood, Greenville's number one dealership and the home of the Lifetime Powertrain Warranty. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here is your host, Cliff Rock. All right, hour three on this Thursday. We're going to make you a big winner. We've got some Margaritaville Tropical Punch to give out. We'll give out a 12-pack variety pack coming up this hour, so stay tuned for your chance to win that. News of the day, Pirates win number 16 in a row in Clearwater, Florida at the AAC Baseball Tournament, and Bryson Worrell walked it off and it wasn't close this guy what it was a walk off in a 10 run rule game 15 to 5 world cranks it to left field and the pirates win it by 10 over cincinnati today troy d 16 in a row before that game d1 baseball baseball america had projections out that east carolina hosting a regional i saw that you know and i thought about this clip and it was funny because we talked about this monday and I said something, I forget who we were talking to. I said, if ECU could run the table in the tournament, get to over 40 wins, would that be enough? Oh, you asked me. Yeah, and I, I, I do remember. I, I think it, I'm not putting you down, but I. You shouldn't. It was poo-pooed, the idea. I, I wouldn't say that. I said anything is possible. You did say anything is possible, but you were mocking me. I said there was a 5% chance. Right. And, and I think other people signed in that nah, that's not going to happen, the body of work, blah, 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 you know. I was like, okay. Well, you got to let my projections go up now. I'm up to 23% chance. (laughs) Okay, fair enough. But I'm just saying, I brought this up Monday. People belittled that idea. 
D1 Baseball comes out with it today, and I'm talking to Pirate fans throughout the community that think, like, that's been announced officially. Like, we're hosting a regional! We're hosting a regional! You Once know, again, all, Troy, i got to ask, who do you talk to? Oh, I talk to a lot of people. These Clint. people, man. These people I talk to. Wow. We're all fired up about it. I'm like, calm down. Yeah. It's just a projection. And it would be awesome. But I'm saying, what was once just speculation a couple days ago is now getting closer to reality. And to add to that point, that projection is contingent on East Carolina going ahead and winning. Correct. The, That's the right. So. And, and, and so, hey, look, that'd be awesome. Yeah. I mean, it would be a, a great thing to see. But uh, tell you what, I love a Friday, Monday off clip. We're almost there. <laughs> All right. We are. We got sunny skies. 53 minutes. Lost the hoodie. And look who's here. Almost my second favorite player now, right behind Bryson Worrell. <laughs> well, you, his name's Bryson Worrell. You need I to know, get the I name. Know, I know. I know. <laughs> Bryson Worrell. I like to call him Worrell. Holden Allers is here. <laughs> Heard no, I'm just enough. kidding. Don't get jealous. Right? It's just his season. When we're football, hey, you'll understand. probably get back into the Holden, we're spot. less than two hours um, away from face-off at PNC Arena. Shouldn't yeah. you get going? Local Caniac, Holden Aylers. I need to focus more on football and fire radio. So That's I'm right. Uh, you got some sweet seats up there, by the way. I did, yes. What were, You did. were almost uh, on the ice. Fourth row. So it was, it was pretty sweet. I asked you uh, off the air, like, how crazy was it when you looked at your phone and saw everybody was talking about you being at literally the game? blew up. Like, it was so my sister sister-in-law my brother's wife um she she got a text she was like holton you were just on tv i think the next thing i know my phone just ding 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 ding, ding. <laughs> well see in this day and age too like a lot of people probably didn't see it live yeah but everybody right. sees it screenshotted oh, yeah. online yeah. and tweeted and facebooked and then instagrammed and then all of a sudden it's got thousands of likes and shares yeah and and I can't wait till that first overthrow. I had the best oh, tweet. That first overthrow, oh, yeah. and I'm going to say, Dan, if Holden spent more time practicing <laughs> yeah. instead of going to Hurricanes yeah, game. Maybe a little less time in Raleigh, Holden, and a little yeah. more time here practicing. That's why I didn't get to the next game. <laughs> He's focused focus. now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How dare you enjoy yourself and go to a hockey game? <laughs> but real quick, game five tonight, series tied 2-2, two, two to two, and we were talking about a Holden. Lot, you've played in some awesome atmospheres, been to other sporting events, I'm sure, but playoff hockey man it's it's, it's unique it's, yeah, it's, it's intense that was my first playoff game i've been to a couple games before that but first playoff game and it, it was pretty sweet um it was as loud as i mean that place has been probably ever yeah um with those playoff games minus you know to the 2006 or whenever they won it all but yeah that, that atmosphere is pretty sweet yeah troy d was there for that one Right. Yeah, that was the, a lot uh, of Stanley fun. Cup. Yeah, that was uh, incredible. Game seven. Yeah, I mean, you want to talk about an electric atmosphere? Oh, I bet. I, it was uh, that. That would say sports bucket list. Yeah, moment for game sure. seven, Stanley Cup. Yeah, not a lot of people yeah. say that. All the stars aligned for that one. But uh, who knows? Maybe the, the way the Hurricanes are playing. We are Troy D. A hundred days away on the David Price construction countdown to kickoff. Can you believe it? That's a milestone. No, honestly, I, I mean can't. it's going by fast. Yeah, it has. Um, I, I, it's like I want it to go by fast, but you know this is my last year. This so is I don't it, know baby. How fast I want it to go by, but uh, yeah, I mean I can't wait. You know we're working hard. We started you know summer training you know this week, and uh, you know we dove right into it. Pretty tough this week. We got a, a big day tomorrow for so us. So what are but, you guys doing now for summer training for folks that don't know? Yeah, so uh, um, pretty much right now every morning we we lift and then we go directly to conditioning of some sort, which. It's pretty tough during the summer. Um, I mean, the weather's been nice to us lately. Um, but then, so that's in the morning. Then we have mandatory lunch. And then Mondays and Wednesdays, we have OTAs, which is pretty much uh, player-led um, practice, literally. Um, and then Friday and then usually one of the other days during the the weekend, we go out there and just get some, some routes on air with the receivers and stuff like that and some field work. So um, it's pretty busy. 
But at the same time, I mean, that's what makes you better. That's what separates you from the rest of the team. Holt Naylor's joining us live in studio. He is East Carolina starting quarterback. One final year coming up yes, this sir. fall. And uh, we've been, you know, a lot of the headlines this year off the um, field have been about the NIL. Yep. And uh, with all the stuff that's going on locally, probably not a student athlete benefiting more at East Carolina from the NIL th- than you, uh, quite honestly. And that's typical. You know, usually the the starting quarterback at any university yes, is going to have a, a, an advantage in that. But this has ended up being a pretty good situation for yourself. I mean, this, is, this has not been a negative, correct? No, for sure. I mean, I think in, NIL for a lot of people has been positive. You know, I think I... Um, you know, I was talking to John Gilbert the other day, and I think he said close to 100, 100 athletes at ECU have have, have some sort of deal um, with companies. So, I mean, it's, it's definitely helped out a lot of people, and I've been blessed, uh, you know, growing up here and then being the quarterback here, obviously. You know, a lot of brands have reached out, and, and me launching my own brand, too. Yeah, I mean, help. just doing stuff like this. We're able to yeah. interact with you a lot more than we might be normally. And then even this summer, you mentioned summer workouts. You're going to do a first-ever Holton Ehlers football camp for yes, the sir. kids and you would never have been able to do that while you're still in school you would have under the old rules the olden days which was only a year or two ago you would have had to wait till you graduated to be able to come back to do this now you're able to do it now it's going to be happening this summer let's get all the details yeah July 23rd um, is for ages 7 through 15 and um, it's just a youth football camp and I mean it's going to be we're going to learn football there and they'll learn football and you know do the drills that we do and all that but we also just want to make it fun you know i mean during the summer is supposed to be a fun thing and it's going to be so hot um during that time that we're not going to sit there and i mean make the kids run and do all that i mean there's going to be water balloon toss and water balloon fights and but i mean they are going to be able to hang out with, with some of the players not just myself but and do the drills that we do and, and kind of learn what we do and um we'll also have some i'm actually launching a holt nailers brand um at the camp um campers will have a you know the ability to to buy that stuff as well i'm actually wearing a hat right now they can't see on the camera but <laughs> looks cool yeah uh it's the holt nailers uh, east brand which i gotta tell you is pretty damn sweet yeah uh, i think these are going to be really popular and we'll also have some uh, big apparel announcements coming up in, in in the near future about this new brand that uh you, you guys are getting ready to launch and uh how folks are going to be able to get that also locally yeah um coming up we'll talk about that down the road but the uh the gear and the stuff you guys are doing is really cool i think it's going to be uh very popular this year the camp going on uh, july 23rd it's one day it's at conley right yep so how do people sign up for it uh holtnailers.com and once you go on there it'd be pretty simple you just click on sign up for 50 it. bucks you get i believe a chick-fil-a lunch chick-fil-a lunch right now chick- that's it and then, and then and then the camp itself yeah, and who's going to be with you out at the camp? um so it'll be me um right now there's gonna be a lot of players there a lot of former players and current but right now i know that me keaton mitchell and ryan jones will be there awesome that's three big names that yeah. people want to hear so oh what's it been like going from a kid in the community to a, a young adult to where you are now your last year at east carolina and part of your job as the starting quarterback and as the local kid is to talk to other kids and you're going to have them at your camp they want autographs like how did it take you a while to get used to that attention and that stuff and, and how much have you enjoyed that you know uh kids coming up to you you're their hero basically. yeah um it, it's been pretty cool man i mean it's every kid that grows up in greenville i mean it's a dream come true for any of them i mean i think you know, i've said it in probably a million interviews now but every kid that grows up here at some point playing in the yard imagines being the ecu quarterback and uh you know to live out that dream and that's kind of why part of me doing the camp is i wanted to do it while i was still here um, and not really come back for, you know, wherever I go in the future. But I wanted to do it while I was still at ECU and let kids, you know, meet me and my teammates and stuff like that. But it's been great. Um, it's it's truly been 
a dream come true and um honestly i'm glad that the COVID thing happened because i did get a fifth year to, to really do this thing and then i mean turning the program around that's a whole nother yeah. level to it speaking of camps this is awesome you uh were invited to go to the manning passing academy yep. now at this camp you're a counselor correct yeah but you're also getting to talk to some pretty darn good quarterbacks yeah. right so you're going to do some teaching and probably some learning too how about that yes yeah, i'm super excited about it um so i fly in i believe on a thursday um and it's like i think the top i like 30 or something quarterbacks um in the nation that they you so know, so, i mean it's whoever. a big deal to be it's yeah. huge to this. Yes. yeah yeah um, so that Thursday I'll fly in and that's just when the college quarterbacks work out with the Mannings and whatever other pro quarterbacks are there. Um, the Friday is just like, we work with the kids, we teach them stuff. And then after we have a workout as well. So every day we have a workout, um, and we're counselors to the young kids. So it'll be pretty cool. Throughout, do you know, playing at East Carolina and you've, uh, you've been to, able to meet some cool people. Have you met the Mannings? Like who are the, the biggest QB names you've met? Who's the biggest people you've touched? Um, well, that's, yeah, that's a Troy's <laughs> question, but. So I met John Gruden when I was getting recruited by Tennessee. Um, that was pretty cool. Archie, getting a call from Archie. Think Gruden will make a comeback? <laughs> Can we do a no, fake conversation? Fun. I think enough times gone by. We've done Holton Nailers, man. <laughs> fake, we do a fake Gruden. You don't see studio. a lot of lefties, man. They can throw the football like that guy. Man. <laughs> I didn't even get a chance to see what fake Gruden thought of Holton, but oh, he remembers man, you. Man, let me tell you something, man. Before I got in trouble, man, I was like, dude, this Holton Nailers dude, man, you gotta keep your eye out for them, man. But Scotty Montgomery, man, got him a good one, man. All right, there you go, QB room. Yeah. Oh. I haven't heard from Gruden in a while. I know, yeah. We've we had to put him on ice for about a year. Put him on the back burner. <laughs> yeah. Anybody, uh, any other names? Part. I was like, oh, we yeah. can't do Gruden anymore. Um, yeah. I mean, getting a call from Archie Manning is pretty cool. It was like 10 o'clock at night. And I got word that they were thinking about inviting me, and I got a call and said New Orleans. And I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of weird. So I answered, and he was like, hey, this is Archie Manning. I just wow. wanted to reach out. And it was a sell. So that was pretty cool. Um, Will Greer, you know, I've gotten close with his dad's my quarterback trainer. I've trained with him a couple of times, but. Um, Chad Greer. Yeah, Chad Greer. played here at East yeah. Carolina. Yeah. Do you know, do um, you remember his position? I do not. He was backup to perhaps the greatest quarterback in ECU history up until this season, Jeff Blake. <laughs> well, you really are an ass kisser. <laughs> you got Holt Nailers ahead what of if, Jeff Blake? What if Holt and I sit up until this season? What if he runs the table? Okay. All right. Um, you're right. I, you're right, right now, anything is possible. Yeah, you're if right. If we come out right. of the gate September 3rd. Third. Yep. High noon, which we'll talk about in a little oh, bit. Yeah, yeah. One and oh, then I would say anything is possible. Okay. And what if ECU was to run the table under this man's leadership? All right. Then I all of a sudden would have to say, maybe. Hey, Jeff, you're out. I, I'm just willing to say <laughs> the door is open if you run the table. He all went right. 11 and one. You go 12 and oh. I'm knocking him out and putting him in the <laughs> And holding that would probably mean the most of anything that's ever happened to you if Troy D does that. I, it that's would, high praise. my highest accomplishment. Cliff knows what I, I think of Jeff Blake. I know. That really is a yeah. high accomplishment. <laughs> uh, that's good stuff, though. Manning, when is that, Holton? Uh, Manning? Uh, June 23rd through 26th. Okay, so yeah. you got that in June. You got your camp coming up July. So. Yep. July 23rd, Holton Aylers football camp. So it's a one-day event. It's uh, going to be a lot of fun. Ages 7 to 15. Yep. So you'll get the chance to uh, meet Holton, some of the guys, also do some of the drills, have a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. I'd be in it just for the Chick-fil-A. Heck yeah. <laughs> All right, well, uh, sounds like a great time. And uh, wanted to mention, too, today they announced the official, which, one, I'm not crazy about the time. I am crazy about the coverage. We lead off ESPN's 
really if this is really the kickoff weekend because I don't buy that whole what do they call the first week week zero week, week zero. zero that's crap this, the first week is the week is Memorial Day I mean it's Labor Day weekend I mean that's really kind of the kickoff to college football we kick off on ESPN at yeah. noon will be the first game national game when the Pirates pull the upset it'll be highlights across the country because the state I hope comes in here as a top 10 team and we could just absolutely ruin their season and boy what a start it could be Holt Nailers to your final season can't wait <laughs> how about this Troy the last thing you'll see the first thing you'll see after a mascot head on Lee Corso is Dowdy Ficklin Stadium yes right out of college game day I, I think it's huge that's, that's I do, pretty now, cool. I do like that time. so I love the exposure yeah. we're not on ESPNU we're not on the Deuce I mean we're on the main station and I'm hoping they can get our name right and I'm hoping they can get the city right <laughs> I'm keeping my fingers crossed that they know it's East Carolina yeah and it's Greenville North Carolina these are things that they struggle with I know they're new to the business but hopefully they can get it right. Um, but I, you know, it's it's going to be a hot one. Yeah, it is going to be a hot one. But you know what? We do pretty well against them in these noon games. Yeah, last time they came here, it was, it was a yeah. pretty good game. So. Holden, if you uh, if they called you and said, "All right, Holden, uh, we're going to let you pick the kickoff time," what would be your preference for that game? Yeah, six thirty. Yeah, a little yeah, later in the evening. Yeah, yeah. but say, yeah, I, mean, I do. Uh, seven starting to get a little too late. Clip. Yeah. A younger Troy D would say seven o'clock, eight o'clock. Oh, let me ask you, Troy. I'm sorry. What yeah. time would you like? <laughs> Thank you, Clip. I thought you're never going to ask. <laughs> um, and nowadays, I'd say probably keep it at even six. Yeah, six p.m. Good with that. Open up the lots at noon. You know, it's maybe perfect. yeah. I, I think six o'clock would be ideal. The good thing, well, I mean, it's going to be hot, but it's the opener, so people are going to be excited. But it's NC State. You're going to have an atmosphere if it's at noon, six, oh, eight in the morning. I, I agree. Yeah, it's going to be wild. You're, 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 if you're going to go to the game, you're going to the game. If you're not, you're not. It, th- this type of game will not be. Some games might be dictated yeah, sure. by weather and yeah. kickoff time. I. This is the type of game that. If you're a Pirate fan and you're a Wolfpack fan and you don't go to this game, then you're probably not going to any games, is my guess. I mean, this is the game right here. And hopefully, you know, Pirate fans obviously coming to more games than just this one. But this is a big one clip. No doubt. No doubt. Holden, there's a lot of things out there. Some you should see, some you shouldn't, but it's out there. Um, NC State opens up an eight-point favorite. It's kind of a long time away to be talking about spreads, but did you know that? Yeah, the team saw that. It was uh, Okay, we saw that. Good. What was, y'all's, what was y'all's thoughts on that? Same thing as every ECU fan's thoughts. So, I'll leave it at that. I thought it was, had a little bit of respect. I think I've seen lines way worse than that. It's not how we see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I know how the team saw it. And uh, I'm glad that they did I'm glad it. they feel that way. I'm yeah. glad. It's you, a little yeah. disrespected, perhaps. Maybe yeah. they, like feel overlooked yeah we saw it uh, and also hold this you know mike houston's first game against nc state you want to talk about how much things have changed yeah. completely different team uh gonna be wearing the purple this time around right heck yeah um i mean this is the most complete team we should have and i mean definitely his time here and definitely my time here so all right i if you can't answer this that's fine you can say hey i don't want to talk about it but i feel like i need to ask it to you uh he put it out there this week kind of alluding that he's back uh cj johnson wide receiver was suspended indefinitely i haven't have they put it out there officially i haven't seen anywhere i haven't seen anything from coach houston or the program other than cj was he in a team meeting has he been working out with you guys yeah um well shit i don't even know i mean yeah cj's been around a lot more than 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 he was in the spring yeah okay (laughs) you're not making an announcement but he has been i mean he put it out there himself in a picture and hey it's good to be back but we just haven't gotten anything whether he's back 
you know, eligible to play. He's and definitely I'm, working out with the team. I don't yeah. know if they're going to do like a press release. It probably yeah. won't be until somebody asks Mike Houston and he right. finally yeah. says, "Correct, he's yeah, back. he's back." Right. So yeah, there won't be. You're right. There won't be any official announcement because he was never off the roster. Right. He was just suspended yeah. indefinitely, yeah. which gave them the ability to bring him back at any time. But uh, that does give you, if uh, all works out, uh, another weapon there on the offense. Yep. Yeah, it's got to work out. But I mean, uh, yeah, he's definitely talented, and you know, I mean. We, we kind of came here together in a way, so yeah. I, mean, I definitely hope it all works out and, and he's wearing the purple and gold next year in his best form. So We had Ryan McManus on, director of football operations, who was an offensive analyst yeah. last year, and I asked him about you know who's filling the shoes of a Sneed, of an Omotosho, and he, he rattled off a few names, but one of them was Ryan Jones, who really came on uh, yeah. last year. Also mentioned, of course, uh, Josiah Hatfield. We've seen what he can do, and I am intrigued. He mentioned Taji Hudson, who is moving over from the quarterback position but has now had what two years as a receiver so you've got some guys holding a lot of unknowns some newcomers as well i I gotta be like it felt like boy do we got do we have enough at receiver as we get closer to it i'm thinking we do and there's going to be somebody there always is that steps up we really don't know about today yeah um you know with cj um being around more and then the those two transfers that came in with with jalen too came in the spring i mean we got really four new guys and you know i was out there throwing the other day and we have enough (laughs) well and i think we'll be good what's crucial is that offensive line that protects you and this thing your offensive line coming into this season versus your first season yeah has got to be night and day also and then the running back situation you've got dangerous running backs that are back yep literally uh that really opens up the passing game too so i mean if you can if you can get the offensive line to give you a little extra time a second or two that makes all the difference in the world sometimes you get the running game running downhill that makes a big difference then all of a sudden and plus you are often a running back at times too it just opens up the field and and makes it that much more dangerous for um i I think this offense to try and people try and stop it yeah 100 i mean anytime you can get that run game going um like you said it all starts with offensive line and we're going to be um, as big as anyone in our conference and as talented as anyone up there. Um, it really hadn't been the case for a while here. Um, but anytime we can run the football and bring those safeties down and then hit you know hit people over the top, um, it all just kind of correlates together. But like you said, Keaton and Rajay, I mean, they're, they're two of the top running backs in the nation in this conference. Do you feel like you need to run for this offense to go as good as it can? And, you know, how much do you need to run? Yeah, I mean, I think my legs um, can definitely change the game and change the way that defense have to um, – have to guard us and you know have to have to game plan for us so yeah i mean i think um any any time i can take off of my legs i'm going to but at the same time if i can sit in the pocket and make a throw i'm going to make a throw but you know this year i want to last year i really didn't start using my legs till halfway through almost you know i am going to be more focused on that you know during camp and stuff and watching film just mentally just being prepared to you know when stuff isn't there you know get five yards get 10 yards and get down um, to get the offense moving. Where is Donnie Kirkpatrick and uh, Mike Houston on that? They, they kind of do they continue to say, "Hey, you got the green light." If it's they don't want you just to stay back. Are they cool with you running? Yeah, yeah, they definitely are. I mean, they they want us to to move the offense as well as possible, and they both know. Um, and we've I mean we've had conversations about you know me running the football really a lot on scrambles and like quarterback runs. Uh, you know, a lot of you know, Coach Mo when I was here my freshman year a lot I ran a lot of like quarterback design runs and stuff like that but also I mean I thought you were have... running for your life often during those days well, that, was a, that was a little bit of both <laughs> but uh but yeah, I mean, necessity we, yeah we also yeah. didn't have Keaton and Rajay then to right. hand the ball off too so we don't we don't have to do as many quarterback runs now if, if I can just you know create it with with the pass plays that are called and stuff like that um and then a you know a design quarterback run here and there but I mean I'm all for run if they want to call quarterback design runs I'd do it every down 
So, I mean, I'm whatever gets this offense moving, whatever gets this team to score points, win football games, I'm here for But it. a lot of times it could be if a play breaks down yeah. and, and you just got to go with it. Yep, for sure. And that's um, that's more what they want is just, um, you know, those – especially a lot of times on third downs there's gonna, when they're sending blitzes and stuff and, you know, they get out of their gaps. That's a lot of times when you can break down the defense. And we did that a lot. Um, actually, the game that got us to a bowl game, Memphis, you know, that – that drive going down um that was like third and 16 or something or second and 20 or some long down ended up breaking a scramble and getting the first down just plays like that is what they want more than you know design runs from last year at the end of the season to this year beginning the 2022 season like how much of your offense are you adding and how much are you perfecting what you've done like what's the the balance there a little bit of both um you know during the summertime we have seven on seven um it is a time to try stuff out but it's also a time to like you said kind of perfect the timing and stuff especially with new receivers kind of coming in um but you know with new receivers coming in you maybe these guys have a different skill level or do something a little bit better Mm. whether it's deep balls or stuff like that so i'm trying stuff out but also perfecting the little things i know during the year so you can get banged up and stuff you look pretty healthy right now how you doing health wise yeah i feel great um you know i I go to kevin young's once a week just to kind of keep my body up to date and do cryo there but i mean i i feel really good right now and you know hopefully it stays that way do you like the cryo i have friends that do that and i have an issue with it because i can't be cold so it's just not my thing but people swear by it i i swear by it and, and they've you know really helped me out um over this last two years you know keeping my body once this nil thing came out um you know i mean they've done a really good job of keeping my body um as good as possible during the season i mean to be honest once the season starts you're never going to be 100 percent. that's yeah. just that's just football but um i mean they've got me as close as i can possibly get and kevin has got me as close as i can get to 100 percent. and kevin and, young's good dude yeah um clip you ever uh considered the cryo i have not do you know what it, you know what it is though right you get inside this super chamber. uh chamber. yeah it's for like two three minutes and it like it's yeah how like, long do you do it so i do it the other day i did it for 210 seconds so and it's uh what's the, the temperature on it uh i think it was negative 118 Jeez. yeah but like i was freezing today and it was like 60 degrees <laughs> i was like in full hoodie and jeans like uh, no thank you it, it so really scientifically does. what does it do like how do you feel when you it, it so, brings your blood like to if yeah like, so uh, like i dropped 36 degrees my body temperature dropped 36 degrees when i got out so they take it before you and after geez. you get in um it's pretty much just like getting in the ice tub but times 10 right and yeah. you don't got to dry and it's off quicker. after yeah it, it's ice tub takes a little bit just, longer I think um, I just dropped dead in it. And it's it's full body too. So like ice tub, I mean you can go down to your neck, but no one goes I mean, ice tub, it's pretty hard to get in water like that. Yeah. But if you just stand it's like staying in a, a really cold fridge. Um and then by the time you realize you're cold, you got like a minute left. So <laughs> that's how I do you play I just play music and by the song time the song's done, I'm out. Yeah. And you do what, like once a week or something? Uh or so do you, with them, or do you go like every day? Yeah, so I try to do every other day. Wow. Um at least during the summer. And they I will say they have one like you can walk in. It's like a uh Yeah, so theirs is they, literally, theirs is kinda cool because it's like almost like a sauna room except it's cold. Yeah, so they just open the door. So they're like a fridge and you open the door yeah. and you go in it and your whole so like some of them are you're like not your as neck claustrophobic. Cut off, but yeah. yeah, this one is full go. You, just you need to get out and you can get ears. out. Yeah. Yeah. Um but I love it. I swear by it. So as long as I play football and as long as I'm in green, well, I'm gonna use it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll let Holden do that. And yeah. I'll find <laughs> that would be a there. funny uh, trip for us to Pirate <laughs> Radio goes to the cryo chamber, yeah. and we can see who like everyone's reaction. Like get get Shirley in there, get Wes in it. <laughs> Man, I could try it. Yeah, it would be some great audio uh, video. That's audio. right. What do you wear? Just your regular clothes? Or? You wear anything, right? I take my shirt off. Um, oh, and you then stud. I. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, you can keep it on, but I mean, so I usually do like some sort of stretching in PT with them beforehand. So I'm a little like not sweaty, but right. I mean, I'm warm and yeah. loose. And then I right. just go in there and take my shirt off. And I'll give you 30 it. seconds, Troy. I'm telling you, it's not that bad. All right. Wait, Your body got... feels better. I might try it for 30 seconds. I could give it a try. Yeah. Yeah, or maybe we could uh, do a contest. Who can stay the longest? Yeah, that would be kind of neat. That would be that'd be cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just tapping I'll out. Talk to Kevin. I'll join it. I can do two hundred ten <laughs> seconds. I know that. <laughs> that be, Good stuff. Can you outlast Holton yeah. <laughs> in the cryo chamber? Don't think so. <laughs> Coming this August. <laughs> Holton, you uh, you following this baseball team, man? I am. Yeah, That's they're awesome. Who's right your now? favorite baseball player on the team? <sighs> I mean, I'm friends with a bunch of them i'm pretty close to riley johnson he's not playing much this year he had shoulder surgery but i see it a lot of the games yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah i mean we got seats right there on the dugout so yeah. I, mean, I try to get out there as much as i can and i mean if they host a regional i'll 100 be there amazing that we're having that conversation I yeah. oh, I know. what if we could host and just what if for a second they bring in north carolina what a fantastic region that could yeah. be and a hot ticket i mean man It'd be awesome. And ECU, UNC, regional right here Heck in Greenville, yeah. North Carolina next week. Sign me up. Be pretty sweet. <sighs> Man, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. Good on. stuff. Well, NC State on the docket 100 days from now, Troy D. Dowdy Fickle yeah. Stadium. By the way, um, speaking of, of baseball and, and football, I was joking that um, Bryson's physique, he looks like a football player. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, what do you think? Tight end? Tight end. Uh, where, like, where would you put him if like he was safety or, or uh, safety? Yeah. Safety? Yeah, he is. He's cut. No, yeah, he's a big dude. He's yeah. fast too. Maybe like a rush in one yeah. of those. Uh, yeah, he'd be, skin, he'd be like, good yeah. at rush where Jeremy plays. Yeah, I, I could see that. That'd be cool to have a two sport athlete right there. Yeah, I don't know if he's got any. Can he? Can you play? Does he have eligibility? He hasn't played football. Right. So I don't know what so that means. Right. If he had, that's a good question. Now, you, like, if you use eligibility in one sport, but can you play another sport? I, I think you only get. I don't. So people have actually asked this with me about baseball before, but I really, I don't know. Um, I think, so I know when the NCAA, once you start, um, it's called the clock. They call it the clock. And once you start, once you enroll into a school and you're on a team, you get five years. And then once that clock's done, you're done. Oh, okay. And then you have to get a special waiver for your sixth, seventh, I got you. and that would be cool though if we could have got you on the baseball team for your last season to what do a two sport athlete. Well, like you, Bryson, Cooch Maynard, y'all been around forever. We so like, much, we yes. need to find a way to keep it going somehow, <laughs> some way. So, all right, good stuff, Holt. Heck yeah, appreciate Thanks you joining. Us, Thanks, man. man. And we'll uh, keep people updated too. As we said, a lot of cool new gear yeah. coming out with the Holt Nailers brand. So we'll be talking about that as it gets closer to football season. But uh, once again, if you want to be uh, sign up your kid. Seven years old to 15 years old. Open to boys and girls. Yeah. Uh, kids. Sure. I mean, if they want to join, um, come on. Uh, at July 23rd, it's $50. Go to HoltonAylers.com to sign up. It will be held on uh, Conley's football field. One-day event and uh, a lot of fun. So if you're looking for a uh, one-day camp for your kids, is that a Saturday? Yep. Yeah, that's what I thought. Okay, so Saturday, July 23rd with Holt Nailers. We'll uh, continue to remind folks about that as it gets closer. Is there a cutoff? Is there only a certain number of kids you can have? Is 100. It... Okay. So that's 25 right now. Wow. All right. So it's we're down to the last 75 spots. So I imagine that will easily sell out. Yeah. Especially... So, uh, I mean, I don't even know if it's been open a week and we have 25 yeah, kids. Yeah, that's fantastic. So. All right, Holden, thanks so much, man. Yes, sir. Have a good Enjoyed summer. It. We'll uh, talk with you again soon. Yep. Thanks for having me, guys. Shirley Rhodes, open up the booty bag right about now, please.
Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Troy D, it's the paradise you can taste by simply opening a bottle of the all-new Margaritaville Tropical Punch. We've got the variety pack giving it away right now. How about a little strawberry daiquiri? This thing looks good, Cliff. Some beach breezy. Gotta tell you. Mango peach paradise. Uh, This has got Atlantic Beach written all over it. Yeah, it does. It does. You're in a t-shirt now. You're out of the hoodie. Yeah. A nice, cool Margaritaville. These actually look pretty good. Yeah. We're giving them away. You can find your uh, vacation state of mind wherever you are at Margaritaville Tropical Punch on Instagram. But we're going to give away 12 right now to caller number 12. 12. What's the calorie count on one of those? Uh, And Shirley, how old do people need to be? 21. It must be 21 or over. Thank yeah. you. I always do the fine print. Good point. Uh, do not know, Troy. Probably don't need to ask. Thank you the, for asking. The strawberry daiquiri looks delicious. It is made with real cane sugar. Well, perfect. I don't like fake cane sugar. Yeah. Real deal. 100%. All right. I, mean, I don't know if I could bury a 12-pack of those, but I'm telling Nobody's you. Nobody's asking you to. Three or four of those out on a hot day? Yeah. That's what they're probably nice. for. All right. I'm just saying, if someone wins one and they can't drink all 12, you want to donate a couple for the cause here, I'll be happy to. They have to come pick them up. So if they would like to open it up, give us a few. Yeah, I'm just saying I'd be happy to try it. All right. Yeah. Share yours with Troy D. Uh, We will be back with our winner and more after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding Pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Do you want to get rid of wrinkles? Tighten and lift your skin. Smooth your skin texture. Erase veins and brown spots and get rid of unwanted hair. Are you interested in Botox or filler? Contact the licensed professionals at Beauty Bar Medi Spa on Red Banks Road in Greenville. Free consultations are available by calling 752-1406 or visiting beautybarmedispa.com. Enjoy your visit. Love your transformation. And congratulations to Kevin Ainge of Greenville. Picked up a 12-pack of the Margaritaville Tropical Punch. And also lunch for two at Tiebreakers. Margaritaville Tropical Punch. Vacation is just a sip away. Look for Margaritaville Tropical Punch at your favorite retailer today. Bud, Bud Light, proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989 and the official beer of the ECU Pirates. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Rock. All right. Uh, I missed a couple of questions on Facebook Live. To yeah, ask I just noticed. By the uh, way, one of these is called Beach Breezy. Yep. I was saying it would be perfect for the beach. You could drink a Beach Breezy at the beach this weekend. Do it. Tell us how it is. Sounds fun. Don't dare me. (laughs) All right, what do we miss? I feel bad. I feel like we should almost call him and ask him. Well, Kenny asked, uh, does he ever go out and karaoke with his famous DJ dad? Oh, that is is such a uh, Kenny question. We'd love to ask, like, what song would he sing? We'll do that next time. That's good. Let's save that. He'll be back. Brandon Manning asked, has he practiced sliding? Remember last year? Oh, yeah. Was it the Memphis game where he kind of just went right down to his rump because he was scared to slide because of the turf? Right. Remember he came in and showed us? Yeah. uh, Like rug burn, basically? It's it's not turf toe. What is that? It's like rug burn or whatever that stuff is. Turf burn. I think it was Memphis. I'm not quite positive on that. It looked terrible, by the way. But yeah, so uh, we need to ask Holden, has he practiced his sliding? 
He needs to. Uh, he needs. Well, to, I think on those turf games, you must have to have like a tight fitting undershirt. Yeah. So if it doesn't, you know, give you some protection. Kevin, by the way, said his wife made him call for the Margaritaville. He's more of a bush latte oh, guy. Listen to Kevin. <laughs> listen to Kevin trying to get backtrack now. They're thinking his friends are going to make fun of him. We said his name on the radio. He hey, won Margaritaville. Le- embrace it, man. Yeah. This are this looks good. This is not Bartles and James we're giving you here. I thought you liked Bartles and James. Well, it's not the 80s clip. I'm saying this is modern day stuff right here. Hot Margaritaville Tropical Punch fresh off the truck. There you go. Wasted away again in Margaritaville. Yeah. All right. Uh, Troy, you have not really complained too much about the 12 o'clock kickoff time. I, is that because Holden was here and you you didn't want to rant with him? Yeah, I mean, I, look, <laughs> I knew it was coming. I, I know, knew. Yeah. I did. I not say we're gonna. I know we're gonna have a noon game. Yeah, and no one wanted a noon game. You had already prepared yourself. Yeah, I, I think I. It, it's like you you've mentally prepared for the bad news, and then the bad news hits, and you're like, okay, doesn't well, hit as hard that way. Right. It's not. It wasn't a shock. Let me just say that. I had already. It would have been a shock if this game was announced at four o'clock. Yeah, or six o'clock. A pleasant surprise. That I would have been stunned by. This is exactly what I thought was going to happen. Now I will tell you, I was surprised by the ESPN pickup. I as well. I thought we were going to get dumped on ESPN U. I was thinking noon. Totally ESPN U at noon. Maybe even best case scenario ESPN two. The deuce. The fact that it's on the flagship at noon kind of lessens the blow a little bit, quite honestly, for me. Yeah. Because I know, like my cousins in LA, that I have to flip around, yeah, to watch it, yeah. You know, that's how I know. Like it, it's when when they that's a good start point. shooting me text from LA talking about ECU because they're watching on ESPN. Then I know it's got some national attention. My, it'll be easy it'll, to explain to my grandmother. My grandmother asked, always asked, "Are the Braves on her TV?" Because her TV means if it's not on ESPN or TBS, Can't it's not it. on her TV. Right. So right. I'll be. This will be easy to explain. And, and this day and age, there's too many damn ESPNs. I mean, think about it. Just on TV, you have ESPN, you have ESPN two, you have ESPN U, you have the ACC network, which ESPN is also News. ESPN News. Um, and then you have online. Oh, it's an ESPN Plus game. Can I put that on my TV? Oh, well, you can put it on your TV if it's a smart TV and you go through the internet. But ESPN Plus is an online form. Is ESPN three still a thing? No, I think they've transitioned. That's now. that's completely gone. But then, yeah, but then there's still some games that aren't that are on ESPN. I don't know even what you call it, mobile or you know the ESPN app is what they call it. I believe. So if it's not a pay thing for ESPN Plus. They may have it on the ESPN app, well, this that, is which simple. is different, which I do think might be different from ESPN Plus. Yeah. So it gets, my point is, in your grandma's defense, it gets very confusing, Clip. Oh, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm not saying she And then there's multiple the Fox it's... channels, too. Yeah. Like, which Fox, is it FS1, FS2, is it the original Fox? <laughs> they do carry games. Yeah, they do Big Ten. Right. Yep it's just you know and then it oh is it on the big 10 network though <laughs> and then what channel is that the point is don't ask any of these questions it's on espn like when when ecu noon. plays michigan that's probably going to be a big 10 network game we might get a big noon kickoff you better figure out where the big 10 network is yeah because you're going to need it down the road uh one year from this september i know I'm that's getting, crazy i'm already getting nervous about that game you're nervous about the Michigan oh, game? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's a house divided game for me, Clip. You know where my sister went? I'm assuming Michigan. She's a Wolverine. 
She's a Harbaugh guy. Yeah. Gal. Remember? She was at a party? Yes. She knows Together? Jim Har- She touched Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. I should get her on that, like, the month leading into that, tell her story. Yeah. Well, we always I wonder go- if she'd be as entertaining as Lee D. I don't know. Dude, I pro- I'm going to say no. Probably not, but That's, she could have some good stories. It's tough to do. But yeah, uh, Mason Garcia. She could talk about how she bullied me when we were little. Oh, I, you know what? Because she's like five years older. I'd like to hear those stories. So she was, you know, think about it. Five years is a big age difference. I'd love to hear some childhood Troy D stories. <laughs> We'd fight over the couch, over the remotes, all types of stuff. We took her then, to the racetrack. We didn't take you. And then, and then, so you know, mom and dad would, would put her in charge. She would when she was old enough. She like she was thirteen, fourteen. She could be the babysitter. So, yeah, you know, and like she would do stuff, and it like didn't matter what happened. She could be totally in the wrong. But my parent, whatever she said, went. So she was the favorite? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, ain't no doubt. Yeah, hey, can't relate. I was always, the, I was older and the favorite. Yeah, I think the older household. is always the favorite. And they and they believe whatever the older kid says. Yeah, I know. I have younger sibling syndrome. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I've just made it up, and I think it is something. And that's why you had twins. You were like, I'm, I'm not going to do this with my kids. I'm having twins. But they still, even my twins. I'm, I'm 10 minutes older than oh, you. Oh, God. Bryce is my little brother. <laughs> there you go. So it never ends, Clip. It never ends. The even, circle of life. Even his twins. Yeah. Poor Bryce has to be the younger brother. All right. Uh, recapping East Carolina 15-5 to earlier today over Cincinnati. So next, Troy D, the Pirates play Saturday morning. What a big break to get off tomorrow. Tomorrow off. Just like us. <laughs> they're, they're following the Troy D plan. Yes. They're going to get Friday and Monday off. Yes. Um, so they'll play Saturday, 9 a.m., folks. 9 a.m. Early that's, start. That's time. early start. I'm not a big fan of the 9 a.m. start. Now they're doing. Right when I thought noon was bad, <laughs> hold my beer. They're doing that because there is potential that if the winner's bracket team loses, which would be East Carolina, yeah. they would have to play again later that day. Yeah, but those other teams got to be running out of gas with pitching. So, I mean, no East, doubt. East Carolina is in the catbird seat right here. No doubt. And yeah. by by the way, Sunday, Troy, this could really spurn another discussion. East Carolina plays at noon on ESPN News. I haven't put on ESPN News I in know. a long time. I don't even I, think. I, I don't even know I, if I can name the number. I got to be honest. I think. I don't even did know. Did they, they take carry. it off the I local thought, package? I think they did. I don't but even, you can still get it like online. Yeah. Know, with the but I don't Roku even know or whatever. If I get like. I don't think it's if on I the get on cable anymore. I don't think it is. I think they pulled it off the cable package. Yeah. I will look into oh, that dear. clip. That's going to be a problem on <laughs> yeah. Sunday. But, I thought they dump it on ESPNU. But like here at Power Radio, we use the Roku with our internet yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So we can go to ESPN and just find yeah. it right there. So you can come here and watch it. Yeah. Well, I can watch it at home. But <laughs> for people, I don't know. It could be an issue for some folks. Yeah. But that is a weird channel to put a college baseball game on. Yeah. ESPN News. And then Sunday. Monday will be the uh, selection That's show, right. I believe, also at noon. At noon, uh, we'll find out the fate of East Carolina and the rest of the teams in a regional. Yeah, we'll cover and, that. Uh, yeah, we, we don't have an announcement yet, but we got to assume that East Carolina will be having some sort of viewing party. Yeah. And we'll last couple years, they've done it at Subdogs. Well, no, last year they did it at ECU. Oh, that's right. It was the year. That was because it was the COVID Previous situation. to that, it's when been it, at I think. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they bring it back out again now that, you know normal normal things have yeah, returned could be back at a uh a public establishment yeah so all right let's uh we got to get our final break in we'll take a time out come back have more for you on pirate radio live here on a thursday oh we're back after this i can't believe you didn't say something I, clip you're doing a great job <laughs> i was shocked we're back after this
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Uh, Taking a quick look at your stock market report. The Dow was up 516 points at 32,637. NASDAQ was ahead 305 at 11,740. And the S&P was up 79 points and closed out the day at 4,057. That is your Wells Fargo Advisors financial report. For a personal look into investing, call Wells Fargo Advisors today at 756-6900 in Greenville. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Cliff. All right, we'll have a best of coming your way on Friday. Troy, you said it earlier in the week. We talked to the big three lately. Yeah. Mike Houston, Mike Schwartz, Cliff Goblin. You'll hear those interviews in their entirety. Also, uh, some from our Players Lounge as well. So, Mike uh, and Mike and Cliff. That's right. All coming up. Should Cliff change his name to Mike? I <laughs> doubt Cliff would do that. So uh, Mike Godwin. Doesn't have the same same yeah. ring to it, I don't think. Uh, I talked to some of the top brass at Carolina Eagle Distributing, and uh, we talked... They heard about our margarita giveaway. Yes. They have provided it. And uh, they said these things are rolling off the shelves. One of the hottest products in the market right The hotter it gets, the better it looks. You know what I'm saying? It looks like a nice treat. Margaritaville Tropical Punch. We have the variety 12-pack that we gave away. Uh, and these things are get them while you can because going into holiday weekend they're gonna they're gonna go fast. And they said Kevin Ainge uh, just bought two pallets of it. Yes, he is a huge. He fan. loves it. He cannot get enough. Oh of yeah, it. breakfast, lunch, and dinner for <laughs> Kevin Ainge. So if you're friends with Kevin Ainge, he's got a lot of Margaritaville. Yeah, yeah. head on over. Loves it, and uh, in fact, he mixes it with his existing Margaritaville. Man, they'll take two yeah. flavors and put them together. Oh, yeah, that's what I mean. That's good stuff. It's like a strawberry daiquiri with a mango peach and blend it. By the way, the beach breezy, Troy D, looks like that has some, I'm seeing some orange. Yeah. Uh, Lemon. Passion fruit. Mm-hmm. Pineapple. Cherry. There's a cherry in there, too. Yeah, I like it. Uh, that might be my, my go-to. All right, uh, quick story, because, you know, we uh, before his shirt ever came off in a game. Oh, dear. We're I did talk again. about Bryson Worrell's physique. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're kind of and now everybody knows about it though troy hold but, on this, are you saying you're the first person to realize bryson world was in good shape no I, I know he's in good shape but i'm saying he never had his shirt off until recently at the end of a game correct okay. yeah all right I'm, I'm i'm arriving home the other day and i'm just my neighbor's dad was outside and he's an older gentleman nice guy i don't think he really listens to the show but he knows what i do all right and uh, he was talking about pirate baseball. He's like, "Hey, man, it was the day he had the. Wa- He's had so many walk offs. Now we got to clarify. He's this had was, two in the last week. This was, I believe, this would be Saturday. Yeah, this was the Saturday walk off that he had. Um, and he was talking about the like, will he? Man, uh, do you think they're gonna? Is he going to have another walk-off where he gets to take his shirt off again? He, like, brought it up, like, unsolicited. I said, well, he didn't take his shirt off. The team kind of stripped it off. That was, like, what they did for the celebration. He's like, yeah. Did I you think there was Gatorade and stuff involved, yeah, too. So right, there was right. a lot going on. And unsolicited, he's like, have you seen his physique? Holy cow. This is my neighbor's dad talking about it. It's the talk of the Pirate Nation, Clip Rock. Okay. It is. So I'm just saying, I'm not, I'm not alone in this. Yeah. 
When you say these people, who are these people? Yeah. This one happens to be my neighbor's dad. A lot of people talking about Bryson World shirts. Yes, I just I thought it was funny. I'm like, oh man, where's Clip when I need him? <laughs> See? See, it's not just me. See, that's exactly what was going through my head. You were like, sir, can I get you on film saying that? <laughs> I was like, I know. I brought this up. I was like, funny story. I getting explained it to him. Getting testimonies from people around Greenville about how good Bryson World looks with the shirt on. Yeah, and I'm not calling you crazy. No, I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying that's my goal. Oh, I'd like to have that physique. That's where I'm trying to achieve. Yeah. I'm, and now, granted, he might be half my age, but boy, if I could get close to that, that's something to be proud of. All right. That, I got to have goals, Clip. There might be people on the beach this weekend saying, hey, did you see Troy D when he took his shirt off? Yeah. Man. Dude was sick. Look at that guy. And by sick, he looks sick is what we need. You see Troy on a, he... wearing a hoodie on the beach? <laughs> Is he okay? He's sick. <laughs> He's, he is sick. Oh, my God. Troy D., have a great weekend. You too, Clip Rock. Friday and Monday, best of. Some awesome kick-ass shows coming your way. Yep. So even though we won't be here live, we will still be here. We'll be here. And uh, we'll resume festivities Tuesday. I'll, I don't know. We'll figure out the schedule next week. But, I might uh, do another Troy D. and LRB Tuesday. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Yeah, Tuesday at 3. Yep. Yeah, that was kind of fun. I hadn't been on the air with LRB in a while. Boys are back in town. Yeah, I forgot. You know, kind of brought back. Kind of gave me that tingly feeling clip. All right. We'll do it again. Well, it was kind of nostalgic. Yeah. Good stuff. All right. Well, everybody, enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. Have a great one. Please be safe, too, everybody. We will talk to you Tuesday, 3 o'clock on a live edition of Pirate Radio Live. So long, everybody. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.